are listening to Backstage at the Naked Comedy Showcase with host Matt Kona. The Naked Comedy Showcase can be seen the first Thursday of every month at 9.30 at Improv Boston, Central Square in Cambridge, Massachusetts, with host Andy Ofeich. Without any further ado, take your clothes off or leave them on. Here is Backstage at the Naked Comedy Showcase. Welcome to the Backstage at the Naked Comedy Showcase podcast. I'm your host, Matt Kona, alongside producer Nick David. Hi, Nick. Whoop, 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 whoop. Hello. <laughs> uh, thank you for joining us for the monthly podcast that happens while the Naked Comedy Showcase happens at Improv Boston, which is the first Thursday of every month. This show we interview the performers on it and one of our favorite segments we don't always get to do it kind of depends on the lineup is we talk to people who have never done the naked comedy showcase before they come on and then if you're we didn't ask you off air but if you would like to report back uh once you've finished your set and Hopefully. Matt, Matt Cohen is talking to two stage. people that are here, not the audience. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> there are two other people here in the room with Matt Cohen and I. Not yet. We're not, not yet. we're not broadcasting live, but imagine if everybody in the audience was just listening to this podcast while the comedy show is going on. That, that could be problematic. That would be bad for the comic because then it would be just nudity. Yeah. So, it wouldn't be hearable in the room. So the, the voice, that you just heard, that's, uh, Ryan Chaney. Chaney-thon. Yeah, hello. Uh, he does a podcast on his own called mm-hmm. Learn to Take a Joke, where he interviews comics and they break down a single joke of mm-hmm. theirs or, or kind of a routine and talk about it. And we are here with Tracy Brown, who just performed here at the Sextacular Show, which is another monthly show that happens at Improv Boston. I'm also known as Hoop Doctor. Hoop Doctor. Hoop, hoop okay. Doctor. Very good. Hoop you, you extraordinaire. Pre- okay, would you prefer that? Hoop Doctor. <laughs> Tracy, a.k.a. Hoop Doctor. Tracy Hoop Doctor. All right. Mm-hmm. That's cool. And Not so to be what? confused with Dr. J, Julius Irving, who is a Hoop Doctor on his own. He's a <laughs> basketball player for the 76ers kind of in the 80s. Yeah. So you're talking hula hoops, and you've got multiple hula hoops. Hooping it up. I will be doing two two hula hoops tonight. Oh, I, was like, I thought you said two two hula hoops. I was like, you can't do that on the I naked know, comedy show. I need showcase. less than that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I wear no underwear tonight, so no panty lines. I'm prepared for naked comedy. Oh, that's does that the mean game. you went to? A, does it mean you went to a tanning booth? I do not. They will be seeing my white Massachusetts body. <laughs> oh, right. staying fresh. Welcome to winter. <laughs> yep. The pasty truth. That's what we'll do tonight. <laughs> Try not to scare away the audience. My sister calls me glow in the dark, so we'll see. Uh, yes, and you and you have. Should, uh, should I get sunglasses? I do have sunglasses. <laughs> you, in my might car. Need to, you might need uh, to. You might need to. Yeah, the lights will be on, although. <laughs> kind of. Although they the won't audience. need to be. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you also have uh, some jewel, some I'm jewelry. Bedazzled. Yeah, I'm bedazzled. I'm bedazzled in the same way to match my hula hoops. Uh, we're we're a team, a trio tonight. Yeah, and the hula hoops are kind of uh, glow in the dark s colors. Actually, they are. They're UV reactive. Wow. Yeah, I'm gonna do a, like a UV show sometime here. Oh, really? Have you oh, d- have you cool. done that before? Only at festivals. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Such a, what such sort of festivals? Like Burning Man or? Burning Man, Ooh. been there quite a few times. Wow. That's yeah, a good one. I did an amazing like UV light show at like a naked campground this summer actually. Whoa. A nudie they, camp? A nudie camp. Okay. They have tons of uh, UV lights there apparently. Nice. Wow. Yep. yep. That's startling. 
<laughs> is that are they just bug zappers? <laughs> <laughs> they have those too. Yeah. yeah. And, and what did you do at the Sextacular show? I did the same performance, same except thing. I was wearing clothes. <laughs> oh. I, I know. I'm surprised they don't so let you be naked at the Sextacular show. So what's the what's what is the Sextacular show? Um, it's, I don't know about it. I've never heard of it an, until just a, now. It's a variety show, and so people do like poetry. They sing songs. There was live rope tying demonstrations, Ooh. which was really awesome. It's all around people's own sexualities, and then in the middle, they have a sex therapist come and ask everyone's answer everyone's sex questions. Oh, interesting. That was a pretty good. Part. Oh, so the audience writes them down because mm-hmm. I've done a stand up on it a few times, um, a couple of years ago maybe, but yeah, it's great. It's you never know what you're going to exactly. get with it. Yep. Just a grab bag. Yeah. So was that a Thursday? That was okay. one week ago from today. All right. So the last Thursday of every month at Improv Boston is the Sextacular Show, and the first Thursday is Naked Comedy Showcase. Ooh. Coincidence? There you go. All not. at Improv Boston in lovely Cambridge. <laughs> Forty prospects. And is that is, does Andy do that show as well? No, Chris Connolly does that show. Chris Connolly. Okay. I think she was inspired by Andy though in the Naked oh. Comedy Show. All right. Groovy. Yeah. So give us a little bit, I know this is a, what, what you're doing is uh, quite visual in terms of with the hoops, but give us a little bit of a preview of, or, or uh, hmm. well, my, of stuff my that you've song, done. The song okay. is about how girls are strong and smart and beautiful. So it's an empowering. Oh, so you're singing. Oh no, it'll just be playing in the background and I will be <laughs> doing, <laughs> dancing. I will be interpreting, interpretive dance, interpretive hula hoop dance to how cool. girls are smart and strong and beautiful and sexy. Yep. And mm-hmm. what is the song? Is it something that you, just a song that exists that you liked and you found it? Yeah, okay. it was, it's called Most Girls by, I think, Haley Steinfield. And I was just listening to it on repeat. And so it was like, I need to do a hoop song to this. And that's, that's kind of the end of the story. Hmm. Yeah. Oh. Yep. It's fun. I just love getting up there and, and dancing in front of the audience. I have never done it. Um, well, I've never done a naked comedy show. I've done quite a few naked shows, actually, but I'm excited. So it's not your first time hula hooping in front of an audience naked. It is not my first time hula hooping in front of an audience naked. But it may be the first time indoors. What's the most hoops you've ever hulaed at the same time? I can do... Is that the proper terminology also? I can hula four hoops. There we go. Look, it is. Yeah. Wow. Well, tonight I'll just be doing two. It'll be It'll be special. That's good. Yep. Yep. I'll have to tell you how it goes. My hope is yes. not, not falling off the stage, keep, <laughs> keeping all my hoops in hand. We'll see. We'll see what happens. <laughs> the audience here is very forgiving, so even if you, even if it goes haywire, I have still like a be, little sexy so look, look and a come hither like motion. If a hoop goes flying, they'll know oh, what to nice. do. Oh, nice! They'll know what to do. <laughs> <laughs> no, that you might even want to let one go on purpose with that. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, Because yeah. yeah. the audience, favorite. the audience will react to that for sure. <laughs> It'll be a little interactive show for a little yeah. bit. <laughs> Is five minutes the usual amount for that song too, or do you have to? It is three and a half minutes. What oh, if sometimes okay. you play a elongated remix? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll just like repeat it, it almost twice. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, you said you listen to it on repeat. So. I do, I yeah. do. So when did you get into hula hooping? Hula hooping as a performance, and did you just do it as a kid? I mean, I had a hula. Mm, hoop I could never hoop as a kid, actually. I, I was always not that great at it. <laughs> you got to have rhythmic hips. And yeah, I, don't I think to. it is easier for women too because we have hips that make it a little bit easier. But the also another trick is a lot of people use children's hula hoops to try to hoop as an adult, and that's really hard to do. So bigger, oh, heavier hoops work better for adults. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. Do you do you do it? 
for a living? Like, do you do it professionally? I do it professionally, but I don't do it for a living. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was in the Boston uh, Flow Troop for a year, and uh, they're an amazing group. Uh, ten, nine girls, one guy, um, and they perform all around the Boston area. I'm kind of moving into more like burlesque hula hooping and trying to do some belly dancing and stuff. So I'm opening up my flow, but mm. um, they're a great group and they teach hoop classes uh, regularly in the Boston area. So I highly recommend checking them out if you want to learn how to hula hoop. Cool. So that's all they do. The flow is just hula hoop or are there other branches to it's, that kind it's of performance? It's mostly hooping, but it, there is some other branches um, like staff and levy wand and poi and multiple little tiny hoops. So... They're they're pretty awesome set of performers. Yeah. Okay, yep. that's cool. Yep. Now let's. Uh, all right, we'll, we'll kind of skipping around because you already mentioned that you did it at a naked campground. How did you come upon that as a gig? Did you hear that about it? That was not a gig. That was oh, okay. just like, you were just I was at a naked campground and there was UV lights and I had UV hoops and so, uh, impromptu performance. Yep. Yeah. Cause I've really never fun. seen that on Craigslist. So I'm just wondering about that. <laughs> yeah, they don't put it out yeah. there, man. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Maybe I'll be the first one. Where was that? Cause I, cause Andy and I, we've talked about, we've never actually put it together, but we were thinking about doing, trying to do a little bit of a, uh, naked comedy road show, bringing it up to uh, a place like that, and we found a lot of them are, are in Canada. I don't know. Oh, really? Why. Yeah. I was in yeah. Rhode Island. I think there's weird rules in Massachusetts, but yeah. I wouldn't quote me on that. I'm not really sure. You can't. But. You can't strip. Like you can't take the clothes off to completion in Mass. You have to go mm. on stage naked. That's how they get around it. Well, that's just in Cambridge. And oh, it explains it at the beginning. Mass. Nah, because oh. in in uh, it's 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 based on strip club things. So you can't just you can't even be naked. On stage in Boston, I think, because he, oh. he was trying to do it at a show in Boston, and they kind of put the kibosh on it. But, oh. but I mean, so a campground. Who's going to check? Yeah. yeah. But Rhode <laughs> Island. Don't put it in the, on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So if any park rangers are listening. <laughs> uh, We're not doing anything illegal, I promise. No, you just had a ground. They had uh, UV lights. You had the hoops yeah, with you. Yeah, yeah. Impromptu, impromptu show. That's totally illegal. Yeah. yeah. I didn't charge anybody for that. Yeah, what's funny actually about that is my friends invited me on a weekend camping trip and they told me there was going to be a bouncy house and a slip and slide and some other fun activities. And I was like, yeah, I want to go. And like I committed to this thing. And then I find out later that it was a naked campground. I was like, oh, <laughs> well, I'm still in for this. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of what the uh, modus operandi is here. They tell people to... Invite someone oh, yeah? that's, that's never been, but don't tell them what it oh is. Oh my goodness! <laughs> oh, yeah, that's fun. but at this, this there, there's a less of a risk of uh, mosquito bites. And, <laughs> yes, and hard to reach places. Yeah. Indeed, so yeah. easier to check for ticks. But I don't know, I'm getting sidetracked. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> Just blinding people by their naked bodies. How long is the camp? Was the camping? For- Just a weekend. Okay. Just a weekend. Fun. Yeah, fun time though. Yeah, I guess that it's that's not asking as much. Hey, come. Be naked for a week in the <laughs> woods of Rhode Island, which. Yeah, that's more like Burning Man style. Go be naked for a week. Yes. Oh, so. covered in dirt, right? Yeah, or shirt cocket. You gotta leave your shirt on. Can leave your cock out. That's another popular outfit. Shirt, shirt cocky. Shirt cocking. Yeah. Shirt cocking. That's where you wear a shirt and you don't wear pants. It's kind of like cartooning, right? All cartoon characters kind of wear oh, yes. shirts and no pants. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, Winnie the Pooh. Totally yeah. Yeah. shirt cocker. He's, he's always got that cock out. <laughs> yeah, the Winnie the Pooh cock. Classic. Yeah, that honey, that honey cock, you know? <laughs> so when did you, did you first go to Burning Man as a, 
spectator to, to enjoy it? Yeah, did Burning you, Man was my first there? festival ever. I'd never been to a festival and holy crap, like talk about jumping into the deep end. But oh, yeah. I fell in love. It was amazing. Um, and I saw my first fire flow artists there and I was very intrigued. Um, but it was about a year later, I was 25 and I was at a nerd convention. I was going to see George R. R. Martin and they happened to be teaching a hula hooping class as well. So I took it and I fell in love. And so that was about five years ago. And, and here I am today. Just well, I haven't stopped hooping. So I can credit George R. R. Martin to my, my hula hooping career. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. I'll be back. I think Hoping I have to go coming. up soon. No, Andy will do about fifteen minutes at first. Oh, okay. And then, uh, so, so you sit right back down. Fuck, okay. You don't go anywhere. I just want to get snaked right now. Yeah. <laughs> Why'd you stop me? Okay, so that that's another thing. I mean, you can do it. So when people are doing the show for the very first time, sometimes they go backstage like immediately and. And just get naked. Oh, interesting. And, and and then sometimes people just get naked right before you get on. So you just gotta kind of find your yeah. I'll probably do it zone. right before. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Don't want to walk around nudie. Don't want to get too cold. Yeah. We also things have changed over the years at the actual showcase because we used to have access to the entire studio room as our green room, but now they have a show in there at the same time as the Naked show. Oh, yeah. So, well, it got canceled tonight. Maybe they'll oh, be Oh, it did? Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. Maybe we should do that for old time's sake. When we got in here, everyone was... <laughs> the traditional congregation is the uh, mop closet, which is... Oh, you know, yeah. it's, uh, <laughs> but you do get to go like right backstage, but... the only, smells great, by the way. The, uh, the only uh, disadvantage of being in the studio room was... You just, I mean, it was kind of fun. Maybe not, it wasn't that much of a disadvantage, but you just run straight through the crowd to the stage. Oh, I like that. Coming <laughs> out perfect. behind it. So, I mean, hey, maybe you can ask Andy. Just like, hey, listen, I need a little bit more. I want to be naked on carpet before I go on. I need my feet to feel carpet. Yeah, I want to so feel like I'm a star. Now, have you yeah. thought out, and uh, the question is for both of you, but um, I'll ask Ryan first because we're making eye contact. <laughs> have you thought? Have you thought about... Footwear, yes or no? Footwear including shoes and socks? No or? footwear. Okay. Gonna go completely nude. Okay. Yeah, I'll keep the glasses on though. Alright. Yeah, yeah. yeah. For the effect, you know? Yeah. You don't want to trip yeah. over your own dick. It's true. I don't want to step on it. You <laughs> yeah. know? Yeah. You need the with a to shoe, make sure. Yeah. yeah, you want to make sure. I have more nimble with my toes yeah. so I can get around. Yeah, if you it. do step on it with your toes, it's not as bad. Yes, <laughs> it's true. <laughs> okay. Uh, Dr. Hoops. Uh, so I don't want to give too much away, but I will be hula hooping with my foot at some point. So no footwear for Ooh, me. Ooh, okay. <laughs> Do you, so you normally hoop, uh, footless or shoeless? I normally hoop shoeless. Nice. Yeah. Okay, grippy. I'm, I'm very opposed to heels in general, so you'll generally find me hooping barefoot. Hmm. Yep. Yep. More fun. <laughs> yeah. yeah. To the ground. <laughs> more, more efficient, you know, you can have a lace or a heel disrupts the the yeah. flow. Now that that's the other thing. Why why is it called flow? Can you explain that to people that don't know such as mm, me? That's a great question. I think it's the feeling that you get when you're hula hooping. You feel like you're in flow. Like you just lose all sense of time and mm. you're in the moment and it feels delicious and wonderful. And that is why I hula hoop to be in the flow. Yeah. It's like a like runner's high kind of feel, right? It is. It yeah. is like a runner's high or just like dancing and like you know, nothing else in the world matters oh. except the music and your body movement. And for me, like that relationship I have to the hoop. Awesome. That's beautiful. Yeah. Thank you. And when you, 
So you were doing it professionally. Do you get accredited when you take the class, or do they just kind of, is there a knighting process? With, <laughs> with, with no There's sword. a few different things you can do. You <laughs> can just call yourself a, a hooper and a hoop instructor, and no one no one's gonna um, take those credentials away. But I may no, no one's checking behind your desk for your diploma. <laughs> Where's that? Yeah. I'm a hoop love certified hoop teacher, which is the most amazing hoop teacher. She also um, certifies hula hoop teachers as well as teaches ho- teaching hula hooping and she's fantastic. So I learned from her because I actually learned how to hula hoop in Montana and there are not very many hula hoopers in Montana so I had to learn it all online and so I found this woman's videos and they're incredibly amazing. So that's how I learned how to hula hoop and I eventually um, got to be a hoop instructor through her too. Nice. Wow, so you started, you from Montana? I went to graduate school in Montana. Oh, okay. Yeah, decided I wanted to live in the mountains for a yeah, while. Big and sky hula. country. Mm-hmm. Oh. It was a beautiful place, lots of mountains. So are you like queen of the hula hoop in Montana? <laughs> <laughs> I was good, yeah, I was the only one. <laughs> You're the only, only hula <laughs> hooper in all of Montana. She's like, got <laughs> the market corner there, huh? <laughs> you would occasionally go to raves in the woods and you'd find a few other hoopers, but not too many in the daytime. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Wow. Uh, did you ever hula hoop as a kid, Ryan? Uh, horribly. I actually uh, learned that trait of the bigger the hoop, the easier it is. Mm. I went to the Solar Fest thing one time, and there is between hooping or driving a Prius, and I wanted to hoop for a little bit first, and I drove a Prius for a little bit too. It was very. It was like <laughs> the only act, there were the only two activities that they had available at this fest. It was the, there was some music playing too. There's bands, but uh, oh, okay. Yeah. What kind of fucking weird game show is that? <laughs> right? Either you can. <laughs> you want to test drive a Prius or hula hoop until you can't move. What kind of festival is this? Solar Fest. These are your two options. Sun's beating down on you the whole time, so you actually want to get in the Prius and get that AC on. Oh, wow. Yeah, but I did the the big one for a while and then tried to do the smaller ones. (laughs) It didn't didn't work out too well. Yeah. Yeah. It's good for hand, like hooping on your hands and doing tricks and stuff as well. So if you use the big ones, they will like literally tear your arms out of the sockets. Oh, okay. Good to know. Glad I didn't do that. Yep. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad you didn't do that. <laughs> did you play with a, a hoop and stick when you were a kid, like the old fashioned toy? I did not. No? I did not. No. I never. You I never mean, did I that? saw that. I in, think like, that's the from the 1800s. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's still around. There's still sticks, and there's clearly hoops still around. So. Yeah. 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 All right. How fucking old do you think she is, Ryan? <laughs> <laughs> Fun has no age. Okay. Yeah. You do whatever you want. Are you 932 <laughs> years old? Speak from the fountain of youth. <laughs> Did you also ride a giant bicycle with a huge front wheel and a small small wheel in the back here? Circular weights. Only at Burning Man. Twisty stashes. Wow, yeah. So you went as a as a fan of Burning Man the first time you went. I had no idea what I was doing. I didn't I had no clue what I was getting into. My friend just kept saying I should go to this thing. He got me all my gear. He figured it all out for me. I paid for the ticket and I showed up to the world's craziest party magical wonderland how long, how long is it it's eight days in the desert um it's like being on mars it's like being at a festival on mars it's it's one That's of insane. the it's most unique it's in nevada nevada okay it's very dusty very dusty yeah. yep there are no mosquitoes i'm guessing one time, camp two camps over over captured a bug in a jar, and it was like such a thing that like I heard about it. It was like <laughs> talk of the block. There was a bug around, so yeah, not too many mosquitoes. Bugs. How did you fare with the sun? Like, well, did you burn the, the dust? Actually, it's like a very white, fine dust that covers your entire body. You do need to use sunscreen, but it's actually an excellent sun protector huh. as well. So, not as much sunscreen as you you'd think you have to use. Yeah, because yeah. the dust would kind of 
join forces with the sunscreen. Yeah. Right? I take a shower oh, yeah. once a day, and so I'm dust-free for about 20 seconds uh, <laughs> after and the shower. that's when you apply the lotion? <laughs> yeah, and then, and then it's all downhill from there. Waterproof yeah. dust. What about the movie Hudsucker Proxy? Have you seen it? There's hula <laughs> hooping. That's a great movie. <laughs> it's about the it's about the start of the hula hoop boom. Really? Yeah. Oh, I need to watch that. Yeah. Um, great Coen Brothers film. Yeah, it's an early Coen Brothers. Well, not early. 1994, I think they'd already yeah. done a few. But um, uh, what's his name? Tim. He was married to Susan Sarandon. Yeah. Star Tim, of it. Uh, Tim Meadows? Or no, no. no. <laughs> Tim Meadows. That's the first Tim that came man. out. Not that disgusting. <laughs> that's the ladies' man from Saturday Night Live. From Shawshank. That's, that's Tim Meadows. Tim Robbins. Tim Robbins. Yeah, Tim Robbins. He, he's stars. Arlington so. Road. That's the only one. So there you go. Him. You got a movie recommendation. You're Are they still married? I don't know. All right. It's all right. It doesn't influence the film, though. <laughs> I, hope, I, hope, <laughs> I hope everyone will still listen to the podcast since we don't know. Yeah. All right. And uh, we'll just get back to the naked... Uh, Woods incident. Were other people performing there, or did you just say, was it just no, like a hangout? It was an impromptu performance. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you were the headliner. Yeah, I was. The one and only. It wasn't just you hula hooping and then everyone coming around and being like, hey, let's watch this. I, I think that's, that's a bit. That's what it was. What it was yeah. <laughs> 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 this guy actually, he had an amazing setup. So he had like tons of. Uh, these UV lights strung from trees and then he used this UV um, reactive string and he created like webs out of it. So oh, it did cool. create like this like cool stage thing effect and so I just went up with the web uh, in front of the webs and was hula hooping and my, my hoops were glowing and I was glowing and all, everything was glowing. And it was Inside wonderful. and out. Magic happened. Inside and out. Inside that is right. <laughs> awesome. Cheney, what prompted you to want to do the Naked Show? Uh... Random need to want to do like, uh, every type of show. So, no, yeah. you, and I, you and I were having this conversation earlier. Yeah, I just wanted so, to do a bunch so, of, yeah. so you're doing the naked show tonight, yeah. and now tell everyone the show you're doing tomorrow. Oh, I had to write a sci-fi story, and then I read the story out loud while musicians, uh, make music over my words as I tell the story tomorrow. And then so, Sunday's doing a preschool. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's, it's actually a religious school, cause they have it on Sunday, right? Right. <laughs> The All last the part, same. the last part was a joke. What did you write a science fiction story about? Oh, oh, you want to know what the story is oh, about? I didn't it's get, weird. Get to that it's question. a little bit weird. Um, I did it based off of, uh, humanity in the future that they left Earth and then their bodies aren't, uh, acclimated to the new atmosphere. So if they get injured or they're out in the atmosphere for too long, uh, their limbs start getting bad. So then they have to be replaced by robots, like robotics. And once they get to a certain percentage of their bodies being robots, they're then considered not human anymore. And they remove their brain, and then they're used to make um, new society out in the world. But then there's a countdown until their death day, and then they have to be melted down to make more metal for their family to be done. So then it's a perspective of, like, the great-grandchild of somebody that's about to watch his uh, grandfather die. I call it Rust Father. In the book, and then it's all or the story, and then it goes on like. How long is your set? Sounds really interesting. I have to go on for ten minutes, so I had it for a while, and it's like goes through, and then it talks about people that like forcibly make themselves get hurt, so then they become robots faster. But then there's like pro life people that are against people turning into robots. Ah, That's not that really interesting. It's not strange. I think it's really interesting. It's going to go probably darker than they want, but I'm going to do it anyway. Are you? Is it? Does it? Is it funny? Are you trying to make it funny? Or it's is it a storytelling plane? So, yeah. Okay. It's is a it, storytelling show, so there wasn't a prompt to have to be humorous, but there's little things in there. Okay. Yeah. Is it is it appropriate for a preschool? Uh, it will be. Okay. Yeah. 
They, they'll sure learn they'll something from it. it. Yeah, they'll gonna, they're gonna fucking love it. It's gonna be great. Fucking love it. <laughs> you fucking kids are gonna love this. Yes, that's right. Are you a fan, Doctor Hoops, of science fiction? <laughs> uh, yes. I used to be more so in the past than I am right now, but I used to be. Uh, okay, follow-up question for both of you. Have you seen the Star Wars Holiday Special? Oh, I only <laughs> saw the uh, like the opening stuff with all of the Wookiees. Uh, the Chewbacca family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's and nine then, minutes of just Wookiees talking with no subtitles. Yeah. <laughs> it's absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> it's like a sitcom, but you don't know what's happening. <laughs> you have no idea. I mean, you kind of yeah. know what's happening. Chewbacca's son... <laughs> Whose name is Lumpy is playing <laughs> playing with a spaceship in front of his grandfather's head. He kind of yells at him. His mother tells him to go set the table. He just wants to eat cookies. It's mostly yelling. <laughs> it's nine minutes, and then they Skype with Luke Skywalker. But, Skype with it, yeah. Yeah, well, you know, seventy-eight Skype. Um, I've been watching a lot because I wrote a story about that. It's not just a segue to talk about me, but but there is also a. Have you seen it? The Star. Uh-huh. Okay, so it. Uh, I don't think it's. There's hula hooping, but there's basically the whole setup. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm, I'm making. <laughs> There'll be a connection here. I don't think there's hula hooping, but <laughs> I forget because I I watched it for the first time and I've kind of already blocked it out. But I might have the clip of it. But um, the the Wookie family are just watching videos that are five minutes long after they've done the nine minutes of yelling at each other from a hologram and the hologram is little circus performers so there's like a guy that comes out oh. on a unicycle and I feel like there might be Probably a hula, a hula hoop in there but hopefully uh, it's on fire yeah, yeah well it, it's it's a laser fire <laughs> um, but yeah so that's okay what are the swords it. what are the laser swords lightsabers oh lightsabers. yeah is yeah. that a lightsaber hula hoop ooh that would really hurt <laughs> <laughs> like that, that would be very bad for your body <laughs> one two three done <laughs> yeah oh, you yeah. gotta like point out you gotta be <laughs> there, there was one lightsaber there was one lightsaber hula hooper in the history of the universe that's actually <laughs> an awesome weapon idea for them yeah like you, you run in like hula hoop hula hoop and they get close weapon. to you yeah but what yeah, do you yeah. what do you hold it with your, you your hips. That, it just goes just spinning points like, towards the outside. Yeah. And so you've got like multiple so they're all out. on the outside. Yeah. Mm. And you run in a battle or hoop your way into battle. Yeah, you just stand there and hoop the whole time and anyone that comes close to you, yeah. bam, gone. Huh. Dunsky. Jedi hoop tricks. All right, let me try to find it. It's, uh, they're yelling at each other, watching the movie. Okay. This well, is a deep cut. This is hard to find. Well, I guess you just found it It's easy with technology, yeah. YouTube, nowadays. Oh yeah, he uh Ryan is before you. He's third. Oh wait. Good. Okay, this is maybe not gonna pay off as much as <laughs> I want it. Well, because it's hard to scroll on the phone. Yeah, and, where's the circus? Uh, you know, they're dancing and Look at being this. observed by okay, they're doing trapeze stuff. Oh so yeah. That's just like the first guy. It's a five minute long segment. Which which character is that? That's is that Lumpy. Lumpy. And That's I, Lumpy. I had to write a story about him, which will hopefully be published in the few first uh, in the next few days, but there's uh and listeners can look this up. There's a website called The Hard Times, which is sort of similar to the onion type thing. And so I wrote a story about the uh the downfall of Lumpy since <laughs> since this aired. Is that he, the same? Is that the same? I was website telling you, you about other, it. That, is it the same website you did the other satirical 
piece you did like a few months back? Yes, I wrote okay. some mixed, about mixed MMA. martial arts. Yeah. Oh yeah, so okay, maybe it was not a hoop. He's just it's using like his own tail or, or yeah. something. Yeah, he looks like the Grinch's cousin or something. Yeah, yeah, and they're juggling, and the whole time Lumpy is just looking transfixed at them uh, while they juggle. And uh, that's beautiful. So I wrote a story. I wrote a bit for it and i spent over six hours writing the whole thing because i was actually researching it to be accurate with star wars references so i wouldn't get critiqued so much by any hardcore fans i don't think that would happen but that would definitely happen <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think it, yeah. Well, yeah. it definitely would happen <laughs> yeah if they know what you're talking about by lumpy they're gonna be pretty hardcore fans true if they, <laughs> if they clicked you. on it they'll probably know and um they uh but took me seven and a half minutes to read it aloud and it's like three pages long so oh yeah how many it, it what's could the be word edited count? down i i didn't look at the word count okay because i was uh, going i don't know i'm thinking about like 1200 words on this right now i don't know how long 10 minutes is supposed to how be. many pages is that i don't know two and a half maybe mm-hmm. or something I guess. are you gonna print it out or you're gonna read it off your phone i don't want to read it off the phone i'll no. probably print it yeah. yeah, you should put it in like a storybook and just. Oh yes, it was once upon a time. Is that going to be here? Or is that going to be? No, here? that's at uh, Gallery Two Sixty Three in Cambridge. Nice. Oh yeah, you do a show there, right? Yeah, off the, mic, uh, Gallery Two Sixty Three, uh, once a month over there. Comics perform without a microphone. And it's fun to see what they do with their hands because they never know what to do with their hands. <laughs> <laughs> but there's a lot of crazy art all over the walls all the time, so it's pretty fun. Yeah. yeah. And that's just randomly once a month? Yeah, so far it's uh, whatever day. So the next one we have right now is December 29th, and then January 27th, and then February 17th. All right. Well, there you go. So check out those shows. Do you have any uh, performances coming up? You want to put a plug in there? No. The Sextacular Show is coming. (laughs) I had a campground near you. The Sextacular Show is coming back um, late spring, and you can find them on Facebook and follow them, and you'll know when the next one's going to be. Oh, cool. All right. So thank you guys for coming on. We'll let you go uh, and check in. I'll uh, I'll come back and let you know how it felt. Please do. Come back and and tell us how it went. I'm excited. Awesome. (laughs) We're back. Hey. Hey. Howdy, dude. We're back with uh, friends of the show, past guests Devin, Gwyn, and Valley D. Hey. Hi, Valley D. Maybe I want to get a little closer to the microphone. Hey again. Valley. Devin, have you? Have you? Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. <laughs> no, no. We're. But, will you interview Devin? I'll no, interview Valley. Yeah, well, I just have, I have a quick. I have a quick question. Have you listened to the podcast since you were on it? I. Uh, all right, no. <laughs> okay, all right, because because I m- remember when we did the little snippet of yeah, the beatbox, yeah, yeah, yeah. and I was like, I'm going to use that yeah. in between. I have used it in yeah. between. In I between I sets, actually so. um so I actually like I have very much wanted to. I listen to podcasts for. It's I'm not ju- you don't have to. No, you don't I have know. to listen no, 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 to it. No, no, no. You know, I, listen, I wasn't I listen, doing it to put you on the spot. I was just doing it to see if you were like, yeah, I heard it. That was cool. Yeah, no, I but listen for like five hours a day, and the thing is, is so that funny. like I listen to five hours a day of podcasts. But I didn't listen to this. Did not the reason the reason is because I I never I almost never check Facebook. So I almost never check Facebook, and that was like the only like the only way that I've ever interacted with the comedy show, the Naked Comedy Show, other than going on and doing the Naked Comedy Showcase is through Facebook and then uh, like seeing the podcast, blah, 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 blah. Um, it's on my, it's on my, it's like the next thing on my, on my list of, of things that I must absolutely do, especially because I'm honored to have been on it. All right. Some well, you will hear, you will hear yourself and, uh, boots and cats. Yes. Boots well, and cats. I have also been honored. <laughs> to 
show me up, Devin. I'm just You're so not trying to show you up. I'm not even trying, and I'm showing you up. Let's. Can we talk about when we ran into each other on the subway? Uh, Devin line. earlier was like, do you remember when we ran into each other on the subway? And I was like, kind of. And he was like, no, me neither. <laughs> you brought it up, Devin. <laughs> I, it was like, hey, what's up? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I think uh, I was coming back. I'm from Colorado, and I was uh, coming back from a trip, and we ran into each other on our way back into the city from the airport. Is that and it? I was back from Michigan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. And so we were on the silver line. Okay, and so then, that's more interesting, because if you see someone on the red line or the green line, no, that's no, no, common. No, no, be no, like, no, what are you no, doing no, on the no, silver line? No, we had both. we both had luggage. Yeah, not just emotional luggage, mm. not just baggage. It was full on You should luggage. have seen the emotional baggage <laughs> yeah, on this guy. It was, it was you could see it I in his broken. ears. It was all over the place. Yeah, I have very small ears. That's why these <laughs> headphones fit so just <laughs> snug. I've got an emotional carry-on. <laughs> just a backpack. <laughs> One emotional personal item. Yeah. <laughs> it fits under the seat in yeah, front of you. Only, yeah. But you do need someone to sit in front of you at all times. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's part of it. That's part of it. Um, you're from Colorado and you're from Michigan. I'm from Michigan. All right. Yep. Number Rochester w- Hills, Michigan. Number one in cherry production, Colorado. What's your chief export? Also, weed, sorry, baby. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's not really an export. You keep it in state. Yeah, yeah. Um, I guess smuggle. I mean, chief, yeah. Uh, Smexport. Yeah. I don't know. Is there I, a word I, for that? Smexport. I, I know a lot of people that get stuff from Colorado. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're a lot of people that get, I have, I have gummies in my pocket right now that came from Colorado. From Colorado. Yeah. For a while, every time I came back from Colorado, I would fly with content. Oh. Weed content. <laughs> but uh, I got too scared because there was one time a dog was sniffing the whole line and I was like, this is it. I'm, you know, it's going to happen for me. And the maximum sentence that can happen, you can spend like a month or maybe two months in jail and there's mm. like a couple grand of a fine. And I was like, I can handle that. That doesn't sound that scary because yeah. I'm an idiot. But then yeah. once it was happening in front of me and the dog was like walking through the whole line. I my heart sank and I was like, if I come out of this on the other side without seeing the inside of a jail cell, I'm never doing this again. What the dog say? Um, it was like, hey, sexy, what are you doing in this airport? Do you come here a lot? Because like, hey, are you Valley D? Hey, are you Valley D? All the dogs know her. I've I've only um, and I was like, you sly dog. I've only flown with weed one time, and it, this was like way before laws became lax. Oh man! So, but I was going on a family vacation or something, and and I was like, "Well, I'm eighteen. I'm addicted. I can't be sober. I can't. <laughs> I don't know where to get weed in Disneyland or whatever Disney World." And uh, yeah, so I brought it once in the night. No. Yeah. But now, when you're, when you're saying that, it kind of gave me an idea, and I'm not sugge- suggesting it necessarily, <laughs> but take it if you want. <laughs> if you're traveling with weed, also travel with some dog biscuits, you know? And then if the dog goes by, you'll be like, oh, pff, he probably just smells my dog biscuits. Here you go. I don't know if that's probably, how it works. I don't think that's I don't how it think works. they're like, know, well, no. what do you think they're there's, smelling? But there's probably some like, real strict check. laws about you feeding dog biscuits to police dogs. Ma, probably no. like, they probably frown upon that. Like, uh, yeah, that but, must be my sausage. You're not allowed to bring meat on a plane. <laughs> I mean, I, in, in my head. I'm talking I, about my human sausage. <laughs> in my head, I always think I could just talk myself out of 
thing. So I would just be, I would say, listen, I know he's trained to smell drug, drugs, but he's a dog. I know he's trained to smell other dogs. Oh, it's, I brought my dog's ass with me. That's probably what it was. Cause it, you know, they're gonna smell a oh little my gosh, kibbles and bits. I have a bits. bottle of urine in my bag. <laughs> God damn it, officer. I know, it's under 12 ounces or whatever the, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. the it's cutoff like is. One of those to-go containers of shampoo. Of, of dog ass. Oh, I man. brought some back with me last time I went to Vegas and I didn't have a scare, but I, there was like two days before I was coming back and I went with, do you know Ryan Barasa? Conan knows Ryan Barasa. He's a comic from around here. He lives out in Vegas now. And he had, you had to, at this point, you had to have a medical card. It was the day before the law went into effect, which is all recreational now in Vegas. But you had to have a medical card and you could, the only the person with a medical card could go into the dispensary. So I sat out in the Uber while he went into the dispensary and I was like, I just want some, just some gummies, just something, you know, light, just something I can munch on. And he, he came back out with like a hundred dollar <laughs> chocolate bar, which was like, 500 fucking milligrams of Jesus. Right. So I, I, the, my buddy that I went out there with, we went out and had, we went out and had dinner and there, we had one piece of chocolate each and we were wasted off our fucking ass. And he's a total professional. Like he's, and you brought it home. Yeah. I just, I, I broke it up into little pieces and I stuck in a little Tupperware container and brought it home. Yeah. yeah. I was saying, right it didn't before. say on the, it's like, cause it says on the packaging, you know, if you put it in the packaging and you put the packaging out, it's like, yeah. If you put it in a Tupperware container, it just looks like chocolate. chocolate. Yeah. Could you wrap a Hershey's bar? Alright, let's not. This is, <laughs> welcome back to the backstage of the drug yeah. smuggling brainstorm set. <laughs> I was saying, right before this, I never, I've never, to this day, I've never had a pop brownie. I've never had a gummy or anything like that. Um, I have both for you and tonight. I, well, okay. The thing is, have you I've had a, one of those a, butt brownies? I've had a yeah. <laughs> I've had. A, I've never had a pop brownie. I've had a butt brownie. It's like a different thing. What? No. Tell, tell me, what is <laughs> a butt brownie? No, 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 no. no. <laughs> I've had neither. No, I I have a severe nut allergy, and I oh. also grew up have with a severe. Have you ever had egg a nut allergy. butt brownie? A nut? No. But a nutter butter Stop butt it. brownie. I'll not entertain this. I'm sorry, Sam. I'm so sorry. No, no, no. <laughs> um, I also have a terrible fear of things going up uh, my butt, and it's and it's because I I moved to Mexico when I was in first grade, and I got like an amoeba within like the first like in your butt three in weeks. Your, no, went up your... no, I did not have an amoeba in my okay. butt. It was in my whole system, and they had to do a test where they do a very simple swab. That is like the equivalent of like a Q-tip going in your butt, which is like not a prop like that. Like anyone can. But you're like a that. child. But I was a child. I was terrified, and I was in the like I was. I had to like, do, like whatever. Like I had to like lean over the table or whatever, and they were gonna stick a thing up my butt, and I was freaking out. I was crying. The doctor was like. Don't worry, I do this to myself at home all the time. That's what he said. I literally, like, I, it's possible that's not what he said. That's very vividly what I remember him saying to me. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. <laughs> like, I didn't question it at all. And then he, like, stuck the swab in my butt, and I was like, nah! And now I have, a, a like, a, a phobia of it. What could he have possibly meant? I don't know. I don't know. Honestly, he, like, maybe you know, he's just, just, just watching the Tonight Show, <laughs> yeah, yeah. getting the Q-tip like, on. Just making sure that one amoeba's not there. 
Does but no, he have I never... a child at home and he's just Oh, like, God. You don't have to go to the doctor, Billy. I'll clean your amoeba out at home. <laughs> that sounds really clandestine. I'd like to think that, like, I... I guess Billy, <laughs> they're in Mexico, that. right? So it's like Juanito. Yeah, Juanito is the uh, Mexican equivalent of Billy. I'd be willing to <laughs> bet that there's at least one Mexican child named Billy and that you're being kind of ridiculous. <laughs> Saying it's Juanito. <laughs> Maybe you, it's a little ridiculous. I'm just, I just, gotta be at least one I immediately was like, why am I assuming that the name that is Billy? Billy? What a, you know, yeah. <clears throat> my bad. Yeah. But the, fir- <laughs> the first time I smoked weed was with one of the Kennedy family. Like the, it was one of the younger, uh, members. It was not the one who dated Taylor Swift, but two went to Harvard. And while I was an undergrad, I, I was like, I've are you purposely not before. saying the name or you just can't remember the name? Oh no, I know the name. Oh, okay. I'm not gonna say it. <laughs> okay, alright. Of the two that went to Harvard, I, it was not Connor, so. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go look this up. Wait, do you know Malia? Yeah, uh, I do not know Malia, but I've met Malia and she was extraordinarily pleasant and generous with me when I, was a bumbling idiot. I was like, oh, hey, like, so, uh, like, we, we study, like, I studied VES and I know you're interested in VES and like, I'm a, I'm a VES evangelist. You should study VES. I just graduated. Haha, <laughs> what, hey, what, what, how's, how's freshman year? Oh, man. It was bad. That was she was like, my dad accurate. was the president. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have to talk <laughs> to pretty you. Pretty bad. She was so nice though. She was like, hey, yeah. She like took her headphones out really like l- laboriously, but like, oh, no. but, but then was like, you know oh, time cool, nice to, to meet you. Yeah. She you was know, like, you know how many times uh, she has to laboriously <laughs> take those headphones out every day? Yeah. It was rough. I felt bad. The thing is, like, actually, one of my really good friends is one of her really good friends. But I didn't want to, like, sell her out by being, like... I didn't want to sell my friend out by being, like, Oh, hey, Malia, like, my one of my really close friends and coworkers is, like, your really good friend. Because then it would seem like my friend betrayed her by being, like, I'm friends with Malia Obama. So I didn't want to do that. Um, and then it just led to the most uh, awkward conversation I've ever had in my life. And I felt ashamed and small. Is it more awkward oh, than this conversation right now? Yeah, no, it was... It was <laughs> no, this one's clo- This one's up there. Don't feel ashamed and small. You're... Average height. Nope. (laughs) And you're fine. (laughs) Uh, And and you're don't be ashamed. You're fine. But uh, but I feel like I just have one thing. When I feel like it would not be selling out your friend to be like, hey Malia, you know Carly or whatever. Like Carly's told me great things about you. Like to me, that's a social skill to be like. Hey, don't worry. I'm not like a random stranger. We know the same. We know someone, both of us, and like. Yeah, you're right. That is a social skill. It, I do not have that one. Oh, my bad. <laughs> I don't mean to. Say. You can also. No, I got to imagine this has to be a pretty stressful. Do you know Carly? She voted unless for your dad. Not, unless you just don't. Unless you just don't get starstruck. You know, because I know people that don't. That don't get. Yeah. Starstruck. I've met a number of stars. Some of them I have, and some of them I have just had a normal conversation with, and some of them I've been a bumbling idiot with. Yeah. So, give me one on example how much of each. You love their dad. Oh shit! <laughs> one time, I to think about it. <laughs> I gave a cigarette to Chad from Red Hot Chili Peppers, and oh I gave it, and I gave him a Matt Kona sticker, and uh, I just didn't know who he was. Was it English? <laughs> was it, <laughs> oh my gosh! Someone points it out to me. After thought it was Will Ferrell. 
Yeah, no, no, I don't. I don't see the resemblance. As I much think the difference is if you don't know them, like if you don't know that they are a celebrity. Because I've had that too, where like I saw Cole Sprouse on the street. Uh, oh no way! When he went to NYU, I was visiting my friend who went to NYU. He was. It was like an, a Saturday night. We were all there was like a whole bunch of NYU students walking around. We're all like. 19 or whatever and I see him and I'm like that's Cole Sprouse oh my god and then he turns around and he's like with his friends and my friend is like shut up shh shh you're making me look bad or whatever and I was like you know I've already started this interaction <laughs> where do I go from here so I think I was just like you're great and then we walked away but did you get featured on that that uh thing where it's like people taking pictures of Cole Sprouse that he has Oh, no, I didn't take okay. a photo. I should have. It was maybe before I had, like, a very reliable camera. But yeah. um, then what's – do you guys know Gerard Carmichael? Have you heard of him? Yes. yes. I met him, and I had no idea who he was, so I, like, made fun of his outfit. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> could you do a refresher for that listener who doesn't know who Gerard – like I totally fucking know. Who well, is, if you know, why don't you give? He the, had a big hit. Refresher. He had a big hit sitcom, which is rare nowadays. The Carmichael Show. Yeah, the Carmichael Show. They talked about Great social HBO issues. Specials. Yeah, he started out at the Comedy Store. Very funny comic. But I don't know who the Cole Sprouse is. Oh, Sweet Life of Zach and Cody was a show on Disney Channel. Oh, I know that because the Tipton Hotel is the Fairmont Copley Plaza Hotel. No way. Yeah. So if you're in Copley Square, directly across the street from the public library, that was used as the Tipton Hotel. So it was filmed there? Yeah. On the outside. Wow. Yep. So it's they use green awnings on the show, but red oh. in real life. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, so if you happen to be by the uh, Copley Square area, there you go. Sweet life of Zach and Cody. Because I, I, uh, I'll mention that on tours sometimes. <laughs> and and uh, really, yeah, be kids who are disinterested for about eighty-eight minutes, and then like you see that in the last two minutes of tour, they're like, "Oh my god!" And then taking pictures. <laughs> they're they're pictures all grabbing their phones at the same time. Yeah, yeah. Do you talk about Paul Revere's Midnight Ride? Yeah, the midnight ride of Paul Revere, April eighteenth, seventeen seventy five. Oh yeah. Do you talk about his horses? Not his, but John Larkin's horse. Yeah, he borrowed a horse, and it was confiscated by British officers because oh, I didn't know it was they took it because they their horse got tired, <laughs> <laughs> and they told him to walk back to Boston. They didn't know what he was really up to. They just knew he was violating the curfew. And then they started going towards Lexington and Concord because, you know, shot, shit was going down. Shots were being fired. I don't say shit was going down, but shots were being <laughs> fired. And, and they told him to walk back to Boston, and he didn't because if he did, he'd probably get in a lot of trouble. So we spent the first eight weeks of the Revolutionary War hiding out in Concord, Mass. Oh. Yeah, which is a long he time. He knew people there? Yeah, yeah, he knew people. And, uh, but he also had this, like, they didn't all live, but and I don't know how many he had at the at this point in 1775. But he had six. He was a father of 16 kids. So yeah, of two two mothers though. Yeah, yeah. Two separate women. Yes. So his first wife gave him eight kids. Died died in childbirth. Given the last one, and then the second wife also gave him eight kids. And had to adopt the first eight. <laughs> yeah, but she 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 gave birth to eight kids successfully. I should say. Oh, <laughs> well, it's. No, Good that no, the first no, one died. I don't know. No, no, I don't know. It's, when I, I, I feel like I get it. I go down a rabbit hole if I start talking about that. I'm like, you had two wives, eight kids each. So like, 
Well, his first wife died, you know. That's, that's, <laughs> you know. She would have done eight yeah. more. Yeah, the so, second one was better at giving birth than the first. No, I don't know. Slightly. One, one baby better. It wasn't yeah. actually that much better. No, Just I, one baby better. Yeah. Well, I don't know how many lived for me. I what if it said that on her headstone? Just one baby better. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I want my baby back. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, now as a celebrity, I, I don't want. <laughs> no, no. Uh, it's probably, you're the celebrity yeah, in this. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I, I saw a professional wrestler who was at the New England Aquarium, but he wasn't at the aquarium. He was in line to get onto a whale watch and the line was filled with people and I wanted to go over and take a picture with him, but I also didn't want to blow up a spot because he just looks like a regular guy. He's not like a huge jacked wrestler. It's this guy Kevin Owens. He's got like a big beer oh, gut. Right, you're a wrestling fan. Yeah, but I'm not as much of a wrestling fan now, but I still like him. He's a, he's a funny guy. He's a good talker. But so I went over and I I wanted to take a picture with him. Good talker, you should it, see him wrestle. <laughs> but I I didn't uh I didn't want to blow up his spot so and he was with his family too and they don't like it if you do that. So I, I sort of was just kind of inching my way over by the line and he had just bought his kid like a toy or something, so the kid took the toy out of the box, so he just had the box. So I went over, I'm like, Hey, you want me to throw that away for you? And he's like, Yeah, thanks. I go, Hey, can I get a quick picture? And I like had my camera out, so I just took the one and like yeah, gave him a fist bump and then walked away. <laughs> Like, nobody knows. That's very smooth. Yeah. They're like, oh, that guy just wants to take a picture with the guy that he took his trash from. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, I felt I played it all right, I think. No, but you don't want to waste any moment like that. No, no. I, I, I you get it, waste. To, yeah. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> waste. I was uh, an extra in a movie a few years back. Uh, here comes the boom. Just here comes the boom. Kevin James movie. It's about mixed martial arts. One of the characters in the movie is a fighter named Boss Rutan, who's a guy that I've watched for years and years and years. Um, and we were on set, and it was we had they had we had broken the the scene had ended, whatever you call it, they broken cut. the scene. I don't know, cut the scene, right? So we were we were just standing in line at the to go to the bathroom, and I was like, "Hey, man." Uh, I used to, I, I used to bootleg your, your fights oh, off man. of the internet. Like, that was the first thing I said to him was like, I used to buy your fights from Japan because you couldn't get them in the United States. I used to boot, there was had some guy in Japan that used to put them on a VHS tape and send them to me 20 years ago. And he's like, oh, okay. I stole money from your pocket, man. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. It was like the first thing you said to the guy. And then I was like, oh, I shouldn't have said that. I felt like, uh, I felt like, um, Oh, God. Chris Farley, when he used to do that, we should do that bit. The Chris Farley show? Yeah. We should do that. He interviewed Paul McCartney. Yeah, yeah. Remember when you were in the Remember Beatles? Remember when you were the Beatles? God! You were, that was awesome. Yeah. LED's looking at us like we have right. three heads. Let's go back to the the topic of the show. Oh, yeah. Hey, but, not? All right. Valley, now you've done the Naked Show a bunch of times. Have you ever been recognized it from yes. the Naked Show? All right. Walk us through that. Uh, that has happened a number of times. It's never, it's always like a pretty short interaction of like, someone will say, Oh, do you do stand up? And I'll be like, 
yeah. And they're like, where do you perform? I'm like, oh, you know, all over the place or whatever. And they're like, do you ever perform at Improv Boston? <laughs> and their voice <laughs> changes. It it's like, all of a sudden, this is a secret. And like, I'm not trying, like, I don't want to blow your cover. <laughs> but the, the first Thursday. <laughs> do you ever perform there in a way that you wouldn't invite your parents? <laughs> uh, no one's ever said that, but. And then for a while it was, the case was such that I had only performed on the main stage on the Naked Show. Now I've performed in a number of other shows, but um, for a while it was like, oh, you've seen me at Improv Boston? What's up? (laughs) (laughs) Like there's nothing I can- I'm surprised you recognize me. Like, oh, that's nice that you were looking at my face long enough (laughs) to like know who I am otherwise. But- uh the person's always like, oh yeah, you were funny. And then it, the interaction is over and it's mm-hmm. not a big deal. But have you asked Kylie Alexander? No. I'll, I will ask her. She's got a good story about that. People have recognized me, but they've, they've, Someone recognized they've, her on the street. Oh, really? Yeah. 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 But they've just not been very coy when they've seen me. They've go, I've seen you naked. Oh, really? And it's just like, I wonder if it's cause I'm a lady and they don't want to like freak me out. Yeah. Maybe. You shouldn't be freaked out either. I think I'm you not, deserve yeah, the same. I'm not, yeah. I, you know, I, I mean, I was, sometimes, I guess it depends. You look who, like who you have I'm a around. lot left to lose, Matt. If I'm, if I'm like in a crowd of, like, For the f- listeners, people, I do not have a beard. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if I'm out to de- dinner with my parents or something and like a strange lady comes up to me and goes, I've seen you naked, then maybe that it's like weird. I mean, my parents know I do the show. It's just like. And they know that you get with strange ladies. Yeah. That's, that's my thing. <laughs> oh my gosh, my mom, uh, I think maybe I, I said this last time. My mom found out, when she found out that I've done a show naked, she was like, you're a prostitute. I was like, yikes. Uh, I was like, I don't get paid every time. <laughs> Does that make it better, mom? <laughs> yeah. Oh man. But. She was upset. I think my parents just kind of laughed it off. I just didn't want to talk to them about it. I, I mm. feel like they, Heard about it because my cousins went to see it. Oh, and and they know that I would do like any show. I've done some pretty shitty shows. So they just yep. they just probably assumed that the answer was going to be yes. If I performed at a antique shop in Worcester on a skate ramp, you know, I, I would probably <laughs> take my clothes off. To Such a good gig. I love that jokes. gig. Yeah, I think oh, it was so exhilarating to do the naked show for the first time, and it's got progress. I mean, it's still fun, but it's just like become a different thing now mm-hmm. um because i have had stage time much more clothed now whereas at first it was like the ratio was different yeah because so you the- did this pretty early um when you started and so doing a sh- was probably the first sold out show you did right i mean yeah, yeah it was the i yes yes for sure um and it was one of my first probably 10 shows that i ever did so you know I don't know what that. What no, it's. Is. I mean, it's a different animal than doing, a, you know, an open mic to a, f- a few people that. I think it helped or... me. Like it probably helped me with perspective, although I'm not sure what the perspective helps me do, except for the naked show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but do you approach the naked show in a different way now than you did before? Yeah, I used to always tell jokes about being naked. Like I had a couple quick one or two line things about that but I don't know if I it's like no longer a priority for me to do that because I just want I have like my stuff that I'm working on and I think 
will do well mm. regardless of the crowd. So I think that is different. Um, and I just have way more material now that I can like pick from. Do you, do you work material here? Like, do you, do you try stuff out here or do you just use stuff that you know is going to hit? Um, uh, maybe like n- slightly newer things, but not in no different of a way than I would on a different show, if that makes sense. I'm not like taking brand new stuff and using it here. It's more just right. like, uh, if, if I have a new bit I'm excited about, then I'll do it. Um, but just it's like not it's like, another gig. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Not in a way where I'm like, this is brand new and I've never done it before and the best audience for it is the <laughs> naked show audience at Improv Boston. Well, I feel like do it's, you? I feel like it's a, this would be a hard place to get good feedback on oh, yeah, no, new stuff because I feel like the audience is very forgiving here. They're very warm and like they're, and they're also very open to dirty material. Right. In a way that most audiences maybe are right. a little well, bit. Well, you have to be a little bit dirty if you're going to a naked comedy show. If you're like, I want to go see comedy, but I don't want anyone to have clothes on. Yeah. And I don't want, want them to swear. Yeah. <laughs> they're in for a treat because I'm not going to swear or talk about sex. Yeah, that's good. Actually, I mean, in like, in one of those like PG 13 ways, but not in like a, I've been trying to do clean. Lately. Mm. Which is different. Yeah. Oh, so we got things that are different. The last time I saw you, you were doing uh, some sketch stuff. How is that going? Oh, yeah, that's right. Um, my sketch class, for the listeners at home, very interesting. I am, that sketch class is over. It finished this week and our showcase is on Monday, not that anybody will listen this to it by then. This won't um, put up by then. No, yeah. Will not be up by Monday. Definitely not. It no. might be. I, how many sketches? Depends on how high I am when I get home. The higher I am, the more likely it will get, get done, actually. Oh, there you go. <laughs> I think I wrote seven sketches oh, wow. throughout the thing. Uh, one of my sketches will be performed or, like, used at the table read. It's not... Um, You're not fully... acting out, doing costumes and stuff like that? No, we're not doing costumes. We're acting, like voices or whatever but it's just at a table um but it's been very interesting and i learned a lot and i definitely recommend taking a sketch class to anybody i mean for me i had like written funny what i thought to be funny sketches but i had no idea what a sketch is really i was just like oh it's breaking it down people say funny stuff to each other but like there's a premise and they're they, right, there's right. like a game that they play and it heightens and it like finishes in a neat little bow or whatever. And I had never thought about it in like, in the way that I've thought about joke writing as a craft or whatever that you can just like get better at. I had only thought like, you just have an idea and it is funny already <laughs> and you don't have to do any work. Yeah. Well, that's the same way people think about what stand up comedy is. Exactly. Yeah. You know, they go, oh, I could do that. I feel like I'm just going through that process with, like, with stand-up, I had to go through that, and now with sketch and with improv, too, of, like, there's actually tenets, like, people learn the craft, and it's not just, you know, people don't just get born comedy writers. Hmm. I don't know. Maybe yeah. they do. Okay, so you learned that... It's one thing that you learned about the creating of the sketch. Is, some, is that something that are you... Did you jibe with your your classmates you're gonna try to do some, some form a, a group 
are you gonna try to go perform these seven sketches or other ones, you know, that other people wrote to? Yeah. Um, perhaps. I think it would be cool to keep writing some and like, I had some ideas for some that I didn't write for the class, but maybe I'll write them. And I don't know that I would take the people from my sketch class, but probably comics that I know. Just cause like, people in the sketch class are doing it for different reasons and Maybe a couple of them I kind of like, but I don't want to be like the weird girl that's like, now we're going to do this for real. <laughs> and <laughs> yeah. they're like, no, I just wanted a hobby, you know? Yeah. The ones that you didn't do, the ones that you have in your pocket, were those, did, did you not bring them to the sketch class because you thought they were, that was like your gold stuff? Or was it like lesser stuff? Or was it just was it just a thing that it just didn't get, you were like, ah, these, these, I like these seven. These three are great, but I'm going to go with these seven. Yeah, um, that's a good question. So, uh, I had ideas for sketches that I did not do because each assignment was very specific. Uh, it was like now, um, like for example, one type of sketch is a fish out of water sketch, and that's when, uh, like the storyline is someone is in an environment where they normally would not be, and it's like funny because. Uh, they like don't know what's going on and you're watching them suck at whatever it, or like be confused or or other people be mad at them that they're acting weird or whatever. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of different examples of that. I wrote a sketch about a Marine that goes to a yoga class and like what how that would look or whatever. So for each uh, module, we had a different assignment and I had to like, even if I had another fish out of water sketch idea, it was like, no, this time we're writing a parody. No, this time we're writing like right. something about a magical power. And like, even though I have another fish out of water sketch, I like can't write that. Or like I could in addition, but I'm not trying to like. It's, it's not a part of the curriculum, curriculum you're on. Exactly. Right we have a very specific, specific curriculum vitae. Oh, vitae. I what mean, about the does curriculum? that just mean resume? I think it does. Oh, yeah. It could be. I don't know. The r- curriculum. What about the speculium? Yeah. Am I right? Oh, I don't know how to say words. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> um, well, I, I hate to, uh, eat up. Oh, no. You're not. Podcast. Um, it's probably soon gonna be my turn, right? Yeah, I don't know. D- Matt, did you go up? I went up. Okay. Kenny is up now. After Kenny, Matt, Matt, the voice that we were talking to off camera. Oh, if Lisa's up, I am very soon. So I'm gonna bid you guys adieu. Thank you. Okay, Valley D. Oh, I just saw you in a a little one-page zine comic book that uh, Richard Bowen gave me. So, do you remember what? There you go. What joke it is? Yes, I do remember what joke it is from the top of my head <laughs> and i will say what it is to you this is great stalling in <laughs> i thought that it was in my pocket more i've got a lot of stuff in my pockets uh, he's all right from the top of his head he's there's, he just he just has a he just has a we're actually that. watching matt take his brain out and flip through it like a rolodex <laughs> god damn it <laughs> to remember what joke it is I, of mine I, that I, def- I selfishly want to god hear damn again it. Ah, uh, shit. I don't know why. I, I, I seriously. Was it one of his first at this. zines? No, it's or the like most a... recent one. He oh. gave it to me like last, uh, week at the gas. He and I went to go see Nick Offerman. Oh, really? Uh, last week. Yeah, at the Wilbur. Yeah. 
How was that? Um, it was very interesting to watch, uh, because I have never seen him do stand up before. Um, he did some musical comedy. He did some crowd work. Um, he was said a lot of vocabulary words. <laughs> like were you entertained? Did you I, laugh? I or was. Were you, I was were entertained. You analytical. I was definitely a little bit too analytical to be laughing the whole time, but I was entertained for sure. Because yeah. uh, I that's of, that's watching the, someone that that famous, I'm like watching them to learn too, because I want to yeah. know how what he will do is different than what you know whoever will do like any local person or or mm. someone who's like solely a stand-up comedian and and does um just straight jokes for for an hour or whatever hmm. um why is that do you think that's something that you would rather do than just to tell jokes you rather be more of like a variety of things is that is that what you're saying I think it's fun to have your hand in like all of those buckets. I recently wrote a comedy song for the first oh. time and that was super different, you know, and Do you play an instrument? I like accompany myself on various instruments, but I don't play. I'm not an instrumentalist at all. But, but you, like, like you play guitar enough to like I play do the guitar song out and in piano enough to like sort of yeah. So have to, you like, done budget. it out yet? I did it once at the Wiretap Wednesday Armory open mic last night. It went well. It was awesome. It was so fun. And what's the without giving too much of it away? What's the concept? What's the yeah? Uh, it's about how I can't stop dating men who are unemployed. Ah. Excellent. <laughs> uh, it was fun. It was fun. There was like a moment, but I had never done it before. I had never performed uh, a song and then tried to tell jokes afterwards. So I like, after I finished the song, I still had the guitar strap around myself and I was like, I don't know what to do with this now. So I literally like shimmied out of it and like the guitar <laughs> strap went down my body and then I stepped out of the guitar. Not <laughs> 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 got a big laugh because I looked like an idiot. Uh, so it was fun. Um, yeah. You might have to keep that. I, I'm, I'll definitely try it again and see if it works a second time. I don't know if I'll be as flustered if it's planned. There you go. So you can hear, you can hear music, written jokes, if you read them aloud. <laughs> if you go to, uh, colorblindbowen at gmail.com to get a zine. Uh, maybe sketches and you know, stand up. Alright, thank you. Valley at Valley D comic. Valley D the comic. Valley D the comic. At Valley D the comic. Uh, yeah. Sorry. Uh, no one's gonna be able to find it. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Valley with a no E. V-A-L-L-Y. Right. Thank you guys so much for having D. me. See you. Good to see you, Valley. See you out there. Thank you for hanging out. Thank you guys. <laughs> okay, welcome back. We're here to, to find out how it went for the first timers. Ryan Cheney and Dr. Hoops. <laughs> Ho- hoop Doctor. Hoop Doctor. Doctor. <laughs> Dr. Hoops. So, sorry. It was great. I think that it was a great audience. Yeah. They were very fun. And it wasn't weird at all. Like, if you get that initial, okay, and then you see everybody kind of looking at you, and then they're fine. 
and you don't think about that. You just go do it. But I like obsessively. You record all your sets too, don't you? Video. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I obsessively do it. So I still recorded this one, but like from behind, so it's giving like a nice little butt silhouette. <laughs> the ass shot. Yes, yeah, so it's beautiful. If you want to see it. Yeah, I, I'd like to see your ass. I didn't get to get up there. So. But you, all right, let me just ask because uh, Hoop Doctor told us what she was going to do. And mm-hmm. did you prepare jokes specifically for this to that you were going to talk about your body or your lack of clothing or something? Um, no. I only was doing the regular ones, uh, two regular bits that I like still, one of them's old, one of them's a little bit newer, so I was still working on that. And then on the way here, I thought of two things that I could potentially say, and then I ended up saying that. And the one was obviously, like you just joking, I said that this was my real dick, they can look at it, it's fine. <laughs> and then, yeah, I just, how entertainment works, you can put like, uh, it's just plaster and a little bit of stuff, so that was, but I first said I have to stay topical, cause that's, kind of supposed to be topical and relatable. So I said topical was good because what's more topical than an entertainer forcing himself naked in front of you currently? So, yeah, they end up working okay. But those are two that I didn't think of until I was, like, coming here. And they worked, right? That's fine. Yeah. Yes, right. I don't yeah, know. Right. I didn't see it. I'm taking your word for it. I, I, I right. want some sort of reaction just, from you. I don't know. <laughs> Not <laughs> laughter-wise, but like, hey, yeah, okay. Yeah. I mean, in my head, I'm all like, oh, okay, cool. I'm just... Uh, they definitely uh, reacted great. Good, good. And, and how did you drop a hoop? How, how did yours go? <laughs> I did not send a hoop flying. Right. I didn't get to use my trick, but this still went really well. Oh yeah, the uh, the finger gesture. <laughs> yes. yeah. yeah, but I have to say, I agree. Like the audience was definitely the best part. Like they were just as soon as I got out there, I felt very welcome on the stage to just kind of be myself and go all out. And and I didn't drop a hoop, so I'm really happy about that. <laughs> it sounded like they loved it. Thank you. <laughs> Did they change the lights at all for you? I mean, are these? I don't think so. Right? I have no UV idea. Lights. They went to black so that I couldn't get myself set up on stage, and then lights came back on, and oh. the show was ready to go. Yep. Nice. I think I did even better. For some reason, I'm less nervous when I get naked and hula hoop in front of the audience than when I leave my clothes <laughs> on. Like, way less nerves tonight than I had for the sextacular show. So nice. Yeah. There you go. So it's a success. Would you come back and do it, or are you yeah, content to again. just cross it off the list? No, I'd do it again. Yeah, that was a great audience. Yeah. That was Maybe good. next time you can read them a science fiction story. Maybe. I'll see how this one goes. I'll break it up into two sets. <laughs> like, to be continued. Great. Yeah, I think you could, yeah? Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I'll endorse that. I'll, <laughs> I don't know. All right, so, uh, all right, well, thank you guys for coming thank you back. So much. For, for uh, putting a, a little bow on that. Happy yeah. holidays. We unwrapped it. It was Yeah, good. yeah, all right. <laughs> Hi, Kenny Capozzi, Ali Dick. Hello. And um I'm for the time being Matt Kona, soon to be replaced with Matt Hellman. Here you can sit down here and I'll just shift it over to that. Uh guys have done the naked show a bunch of times now. A few. And you, you want to a few. You do a radio show, right? I do, I yeah, do. Okay, like, you should know better, okay. stupid. <laughs> get up on that mic. Get up, get up on that. <laughs> Anything different this time around? Do you guys approach it differently? Or? I mean, now that I know that the audience is like really supportive, uh, I, just I don't know, it's just easier to like just go out there and have fun because you know kind of what the audience is going to be like most of the time. 
they're very supportive. Yeah, they are. Just eat a bunch of X-lax and shit all over the stage. <laughs> okay. And now, Matt, is that how you also approach things? <laughs> it was kind of like uh, uh, Allie's approach. Matt, move the mic on me. Here we go. So I'm moving the mic. Matt's mat shuffling. Every day I'm shuffling. <laughs> That's what I was in my Every head, day. too. <laughs> Matt was totally. shuffling. Um, yeah, no, when I did it the first time, I planned out every word in precise order. And this time I was like, all right, I'll do this bit maybe and then this bit. And because I knew the audience would be, would stay with, uh, with what we're saying. So I could kind of have some more fun. How many times have you done it, Matt? This is the second time I've done a set and I've done an audience joke a couple of times because I'm just addicted to telling jokes naked. And I, the, the first time you were on the podcast, that was the first or the second time you did an audience That show? was the first time I did a set. It was the first time you did a set? Yeah. And well, then I thought I've seen you since then. I had done an, I, well, I had done an audience joke the month before I did a set, and I didn't do the podcast, then I did the podcast after doing a set, and then I did an audience joke and oh, came back right, on the podcast. Yeah, that's you, you, have, you had never done just, stand-up before? Oh, no, I'd done stand-up for a few, for... Years, but, uh, okay, but I just I heard just said I was like, "Are you fucking serious right now?" Yeah. Like, no, that, that was my first the, time. Was it good? Yeah, I was like, <laughs> I, you know, I was like, I what, felt really? good. Really? But was it good? <laughs> Fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, I, I did. I did stand up in my twenties, and I had no cohesive voice. It was just, hey, this is some weird, funny thing that I thought of. Now I kind of have like a like a coherent uh, 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 thought process to what I'm talking about. There you go. Yeah, you need that, right? Mm-hmm. Gotta be cohesive. Yeah. yeah. Trauma does that. Try to stick everything together like glue. Yeah. Come. There's there's a path. Glue come. There's a journey. Even yeah. if there isn't, just just go with it. Yeah. Go with it without. <laughs> oh, we're all going somewhere. Yeah. Yep. I don't know if it's good. <laughs> somewhere. So this is Kenny. You've done it how many times? I think. I think this is my third. Third and Allie. I think five or six, maybe. You're like Allie I or Allison? You fucking Allie's champ. Good. You're like Allie. All right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, five or six times. Five or six times. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's good. And you, uh, I was, I was asking uh, Valley D earlier. Do you tend to try and work stuff here, or do you try and use stuff that you know is going to hit? Uh, well, tonight I kind of uh, tried something a little newer than I had before. Uh, but I feel like I usually sort of just go with what I know works and what yeah. I've been working on. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, there, I feel like there's a little bit of freedom, I guess, uh, when you know an audience is going to be so supportive. It's still a paid show, though. You know what I mean? You want to bring the heat. You want to. You don't want to go up there with like a notebook. Like, yeah, hey, I'm working on this. You know what I mean? Like, uh, like I feel like that's like unprofessional. And you don't want to bomb naked. No, I, no, well, it's here's the thing: is that I feel like this audience is way more forgiving than most audiences. Yeah. Oh, I they think are. you guys are all agree. So my question was because I feel like it would, it would be you're not getting the right feedback when you're doing new stuff. So you might do it and go, "Fuck, that's great, it's done, right? That joke's done, right?" And not get the right kind of information back yeah. by doing it at four or five open mics and going, ah, oh, I'm going to scratch this and put this word yeah, here. But an open mic isn't really the fucking end all be all of a joke is funny. You know what I mean? Because uh, most no, of the open mics are like comics. Right. 
Yeah. Exactly. If you're gonna, if you make comics laugh, yeah, but yeah, you can make it. That be good. Can, that isn't be, gonna hit ever at an open mic. That'll. You know what I mean? You could make yeah. a like comics. I'll laugh at shit that I know is funny, but it's not gonna land. Yeah. And it could just because I think it's funny, and I'm like, I'm a, I'm like, I have a fucked up way of thinking. You know what I mean? Like I, I watched Tommy do like a retard joke, like, and it was just like, dude. And now I laugh when he does it because I'm like, I can't believe you're doing that. Just the way he says it. it, it it's in this today's culture. It's hard to. Like push words that just cause a fucking you know problem when you say them. You know what I mean? You got to be really funny. Do you have the alphabet tattooed on your? I do. Wrist? I do, Allie. I do have the alphabet. Just tattooed so you don't forget. Uh, well, I don't know. What that well, was. the order's tough. I, I yeah. thought I thought it was just a small like, Ouija um, board. <laughs> <laughs> I thought yeah, he was yeah. gonna walk around with a thing and just have people run the little needle across his arm and yeah. spell things out. I'm hoping that's clear code from a car and not come, because I'm like, I jerk off with my right hand, and this is my left hand. This would be weird, I think. Uh, what do you think? What do you think? <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> Nick, Nick, that's, that's do, you, do you think that's I'm come? I'm not going to look I'm at it. I'm not sure. I'm not Kenny, sure. I'm not going to look. I'm just not even going to look at it. Check Boston Urologist. Why don't you taste it and let us know? I don't, I don't think it's come. <laughs> I don't think it's come. Wow. It would be my come. So it's not as bad, right? Famous last words. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it's come. I don't think it's come. <laughs> Shitty. And you're dead. <laughs> it's AIDS. It's just dead. AIDS. That's all it is. It's alphabet. Because I, 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 I used to write, write, write lyrics like in poems. Because I'm, you know. Half and day. you'd forget letters sometimes. <laughs> no, so I, I would like, I like I, to write poems, it would, it but would, sometimes I don't know what the fuck a K is. <laughs> it'd be like every a ch- once in a while, I'm like, "What the fuck is a K?" Oh shit, there it is. It'd be like a cheat sheet, right? It'd be like I get a rhyme with like at, so I'd be like at bat cat dat fat cat, and I'd run through the Why whole. Why'd you rat. get the thesaurus tattoo? <laughs> hey, that's fucking. I don't have that kind of space and shit. <laughs> And you, uh, you just, just saw you just saw his set. It's on his back, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is my weird. legs up in the air. <laughs> what? This thing on my stomach. It's terrible. <laughs> oh, okay. I don't know. <laughs> it's just I don't know what it is. Who's high? Is everybody high here? Yes. You're high. I'm definitely high. Allie does not I want to admit up. it. She's I'm not high. No, I don't think I am. You don't think you are. No. So I you ate th- a brownie, and you're not. You I haven't didn't eat a brownie. I. Had a hit off somebody's vape. Oh, yeah, but I don't, you don't, I don't think, think she had enough. Yeah, yeah. No. I don't think she had enough. Those are the worst. Like where you're like, I think I'm. No. Yeah. I think I was. Uh. I don't smoke a lot, so it doesn't take much. So yeah, I don't yeah. Like to like go overboard or it's anything. A, it's like a bad time with acid. You're like, I don't think this is gonna work, so I'll just take another one, and then you like kicks in. <laughs> you're like, oh shit, I fucked up. <laughs> Yeah, I had I had a brownie earlier, but it hasn't it hasn't kicked in. Yet. I, yeah, I ate one. Like, like, I have not a little that. bit. I have a, you know, like a little. You know, I get the little tinglers. Like, yeah, feel a little looser. Now, but, are you are you a comic? Did you used to be a comic? Sorry, this is uh, it's too personal. Well, it, if you it's like kids, no, it's a complicated question. Back during um, the war, I uh, you know I'm I I'm a comic. I do comic. I do stand up sometimes. Um, I'm a musician. That's what I, that's my bread and butter. So that's what I'm more comfortable calling myself. But I've done a lot of shows. Uh, I, I just, uh, have a, a 
haven't done a lot lately. Gotcha. I've been very. I've been writing a lot though, because I've been smoking a lot of weed, and I found that when you smoke a lot it of helps. weed, you can write a lot of shit. Yeah, sometimes a lot it, of it's those really notes lo- really funny though. Like, <laughs> yeah, sometimes I don't know what the fuck it was. I know. Was like you should post them. It's Aztec so great kitten. <laughs> Just Aztec kitten. What the fuck is Aztec kitten? I don't know what the yeah. fuck that it means. It was those gold, dude. It was gold. <laughs> oh yeah, I was falling out of my fucking chair with the Aztec kitten. I think the last time I smoked, I wrote, I wrote, ride in debt, manic surfboard. <laughs> I was like, that's good. This is what I wrote two nights ago, smoking weed. Uh, the slogan for Las Vegas is, whatever happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. Apparently, herpes did not get the memo. Wow. That's, that's pretty, <laughs> not that's, bad, right? That makes no, sense. That's, that's good right. advice. That's, yeah, that's on the money. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I felt good about it. That's good. Cool. Put that on the I side like, of the plane. I was like, yay weed. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yay weed. Because I probably, I don't think I would have come up with that one on my own. No, it helps. I was like, all right. Yeah. I like it. Totally. I, I, I don't think, uh, I can't think of anything cool I've came up with on weed lately. I have pages of shit that I've written that I have no... That's the only you, succinct thing. That's the only succinct thing. Like do you everything keep separate else? silver book, high book? Mm, oh. It's like no. a good system. It's like Brian Regan. Really? Yeah. Sober book, high book? Really? You, what, you is Bregan, you, Brian you, Regan you, gets you high? See your, no, you I see don't your know. <laughs> I, like, what? I heard he had a clean notebook and a dirty notebook, and though. The, I did hear the that. style. Yeah. That's you cool. just see where you go. I like that. I mean, I don't do that. I've, I'm, I'm a suburban Jew. I've never actually been high, but I never, hear, never been I've high. I've never done one serving of drug. Alcohol? At, well, alcohol, yeah. But no drugs. No, you no. You know, alcohol is no a drug, drug. right? Matt, no, you, don't push your politics on me, man. <laughs> Matt, have you tried the brownies? They're totally not pot brownies. <laughs> <laughs> I had, well, I'm waiting for edibles to come to Massachusetts. That could they're here, dude. They're I know. Here. But they're like, here. like regulated in like fancy packaging. Yeah, they're where I'm here. Like, I, okay, it's a product. No, they're here. The yeah, they're here. Really? Yeah, 100%. Uh. Here. Yes, 100%. I just had a 200 milligram chocolate bar like two weeks ago at Damn. playoffs. Uh, Is that a lot? I have no idea. Yeah, yeah I split it with Tommy. Yeah. Tommy. Odeed. Odeedles. Tommy Odeed? Again? <laughs> On the marijuana. Yeah, see, look, look, he's got him right here. He's got him. Nick's got him. Wait a second. You did a 200 milligram bar. No, you no, not half today. Half of the fucking bar. You did 100 milligrams all at once? Yeah. See, that's an absurd amount of... <laughs> you think so? To me, it is. I'm a total lightweight, though. I don't know. I, don't I, do, I was high. These chews are 15 milligrams each, yeah. and one of these chews, and I'm like, all fucking set. Yeah. For 15 like, milligrams? I'm, oh, eat, I'm sunk in, now, did man. did you eat the whole brownie? Because I'm a lightweight, too. I ate the whole brownie. Well, he... Oh, yeah. He brought little, they're, they're in small little yeah, chunks, yeah. they're in little squares today, which yeah. he said, he, when he gave it to me, he's like, this is one about one dose, he said, if you're lightweight, take half of it, and I was like, I feel adventurous, I'm going to eat the whole fucking thing. Yeah, I ate the whole thing. But that was an hour and a half ago, Yeah, and I'm no. still not, I feel a little, I feel, I'm starting to feel a little loose and tingly, but nothing. That yeah. package looks like you can win it for 30 tickets at the See, arcade. That's what we're saying, dude. They, yeah. They're here. Yeah. yeah. They're here, man. Uh, well, I, I got a buddy of mine that gets these from Colorado. He yeah. Gets them shipped in from Colorado. But it's, they, give, they give four ribbons, and they're 50 milligrams each. And it's te- it's fucking ten. It bucks. looks like some sort of funky condom. <laughs> so wait a second, wait a second. Would you say sixty milligrams or ten dollars? Sixty milligrams for ten bucks. No, I just paid two twenty dollars for two hundred milligrams. Way better really? deal. Way better deal. Yeah. 
some kid in a parking lot at the uh, <laughs> at, at, in Bill Ricca yeah. at, at Anthony Massa's show at Playoffs Bar. Is it just like weed Costco? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some dude in like an Explorer. He's like, I got these chocolate bars, and Did I was he like, you a DVD. Yeah. It's no, nice. Was it for his like junior high softball? The DVD alley he gave me the DVD. Yeah. It might might must be y- nice to be young enough to still be willing to buy drugs from people that you don't fucking know in the parking lot. <laughs> yeah. Now, those days are long well, gone for me. Where else do you I got, get drugs, This shit man. comes in a fucking package from a company, and I know that it's going to be fine when I... Nick, this was in a package. It was like a fucking real chocolate bar. Like it was like a, it was it was like in foil and shit. It wasn't like his homemade. So that's what I need is a customer service number you can call <laughs> after for like if something's not going right. What about a plastic right? baggie? Yeah, <laughs> just something. The nice little yeah to, to put over your head. <laughs> or if there's a bag band, you know, something in a something in a, like Listen, a canvas. But there's a lot of shit that I'll buy from a sketchy dude in a parking lot. <laughs> but drugs is not one of those. Like, things. Like say you're in a bathroom, right? And this dude's like, hey. Hey, you want a line of coke? You know what I mean? You just sniff it. <laughs> you know when you're in a bathroom. You know. you know. You know when you wake up in a bathroom. Just like <laughs> there's already coke in the back of the toilet. That's so probably it, you know. <laughs> so come on. I bet that's what that was on your arm. Coke? Yeah. No, I, I haven't done any cocaine today. <laughs> today. He loves the cocaine. When was the when was the last time? Wait a second. When was the last time you were in the bathroom and got offered a bump? How long ago was that? Two months. <laughs> uh, uh, wait a second. Wait a second. And then the time before that. When was it? Oh, way longer than that. Yeah, a long time. Okay. <laughs> yeah, so it's not a regular thing. No, uh, just, no, just no. The way no. you said it sounded no, like no, it's no. like you know Saturday night hanging out, bump on the back of the toilet seat, bump. Yeah, because you nail it, gone out the door. You know when that happens. You know, it's all the time. No, very rarely, but it's cool. It like, it you, does know, you know when you're standing so in line at McDonald's. So, like, Nick, that's what I'm saying. So when those times appear to themselves, you just got to go with it. You know what I mean? You just got to go with it. No, you have to go with it. <laughs> <laughs> I have to put my penis back in my pants and slowly back out the door. Thank you very much. Ah, oh, man, but could be so much more fun. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I'm a big fan of... Uh, I don't know. I've, I've drugs. I've watched too many. I've watched too many stand-up specials from comics that have talked about o- ODing by taking mystery drugs that they didn't know what the fuck it was. So, yeah. Once you get older, because I feel I'm old now. How old? Wait a second. How old do you think I am? Probably not much older than me. What? How old are you? Thirty-eight. Hmm? Yeah, I'm a little older than you. <laughs> not too much, but. <laughs> And I still live like a fucking kid. Yeah, you still don't totally I, live like I, a 25-year-old. I, I, I have a kid, too. That's even fucking worse, I guess. <laughs> Does he go to the bathroom on his own? Do go with me. <laughs> <laughs> when did you ask him? He's like, when people, yeah, yeah. When people approach you in the bathroom. Did you, sometimes did you I'll pass him a just cigarette. <laughs> like, I'll be like, I'll be smoking. I'll be smoking and I'll just be like, here, did you smoke this? <laughs> just like, why am I giving you this? Wait, how old is your son? How old seven. is your son? He's seven. He's Wait, seven. just to mess with him, you do that? No, it's like a fucking bad habit. Like, we were just smoking outside, uh, right? Yeah. So it's like me and you were talking, and I'm just like, hey, I'm calling DC. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, that's terrible, oh, man. That's terrible. Your ex is going to have a field day with this podcast. <laughs> no, no, we're together. We're together. Oh, you're together? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah we're together. Not after this podcast. <laughs> no, no, no. We'll still be together. It's weird. We have a weird... We have a... a, 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 it's, a it's an interesting relationship. <laughs> yeah. Definitely is. It's fun. 
I don't know. It's good because uh, we've known each other for so long, and we have a child, so it's good that we work our shit out together. You know what's really interesting to me? Yeah. It's the fact that you do a radio show and you don't know how to get on the fucking mic. It's right there. It's like I want to. <laughs> yeah, I wanna, you're, 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 you're like, you're like a radio hey. show. <laughs> you do a radio show and you have headphones on right now. Terrestrial. Uh oh. Terrestrial radio. It's good. It's good. Fix it. Fix it. It's not real radio. It's just internet radio. Granted, we have microphones in a studio. It's a, still a studio. It's a studio. It's still a studio. You've been there. You've been on it. There's yeah. a folding yeah. table. No, no, no. It's like a no, wooden it's a, table. It's, it's a good. real studio with real microphones huh? and a real engineer and the whole it's thing. It looks like a, a Rick. It's a good time. Yeah. Nice. We call it in the gutter. We have it on Mondays at 7 uh, on WEMF.com. It's a good, good name. Got a boys. Got a boys. Nice. I am uh, the, the leader. The gutter boys. You are? <laughs> no, Tommy is. Tommy's definitely. Tommy's He's the bully. So, He's the bully. So there's three of you. Would there be another one of you? And if so, who? If there was another gutter boy, who would it be besides Sean Saro? Besides yeah. Tommy and Sean, who would the other gutter boy be? Ooh, I don't know. I don't know. That's a good question. Like R- Ricardo and, and Terrence, they kind of got their own thing. Oh, yeah. They're yeah, kind of yeah. gutter boys. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, Ricardo was telling me he was actually, him and Terrence were the gutter boys first. And then he uh, seen me and Tommy, and he realized that we deserve that. True. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Allie, have you been on the show? They're so funny together. Have you been on the show? They're great. On this? <laughs> no, on his oh, show. Oh, no, no. Yeah, yeah. No, she sucks. But you know everybody. <laughs> but you know all the people, all yeah, the players. yeah. From going to mics and stuff. They're, Alec, they're all comics, right? Yeah. Allie doesn't like us. Yeah. She won't come in the gutter. Um. <laughs> that sounded filthy. Yeah. <laughs> come in the gutter. She's like, I'll come anywhere else, but not the gutter. <laughs> well, first of all, you've never actually invited me. I'm pretty sure we've invited you. I don't think so. No. But I would say no. See? So why would I even invite you? It's fucked up. It's nice to be asked. It's terrible. I hurt my feelings. <laughs> It could have been so much better. You should have asked him to ask you. <laughs> so yeah, you could, yeah, so yeah. you could say no on air. Did you want to ask me? <laughs> Did you want to ask me now? Do you want to ask me now? Yeah, yeah. you want to ask me now? <laughs> Fuck no. I've never been asked. <laughs> I've never been asked to be in the gutter before. <laughs> you know, act, act pensive and sad, like, oh why? You guys have, you guys have never asked me. I don't, I don't understand. We, we actually never have any women on or pe- people of color. We just don't do that. It's kind of a policy. Yeah, yeah. It's it's not me. It's Do you Tommy. tape it in New Hampshire? No, no. It's in it's in it's in Brighton actually. Oh, it's in shit. Brighton. Yeah, yeah. So it's like a thing, you know. Huh? It's just like ah, sorry. Huh? Yeah, sorry. We we have standards. Yeah. We have standards. Wait a second. So you moved? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a, it's, I, it's, it's at the Sound Museum, but it's a, it's the one in Brighton now. Oh, okay. Because the one I went to was in Cambridge. Yes, yes. Yeah. At the other side. I wonder how many people are going to be like, are they really not like women and people of color on their podcast? How many times do you say the N word? <laughs> never, never. I just wonder if that would be a thing. I'd be like, oh my god, these fucking people. It's like in the gutter. It's like they don't like. It. Like, no, we don't do that. Okay, that's good. I don't know what I'm talking good. about. I just, I just think it's funny. I think, I think it's, it's like, how do you bring down the room? <laughs> Let's talk about got it. tonight's show, Allie Dick. Yeah. Tell me how you felt. Uh, I felt good. It was really fun. And uh, everybody seemed to like it. And uh, yeah, it was good. It was good. I gave uh, an audience member a joke, which is cool. I don't... I have a lot of like one-liners like that, so that was exciting. That was a good joke. Thank you. 
And it was she was very excited. I I was hearing she was enthusiastic. I was hearing, yeah. I was hearing tell that she was very enthusiastic. Yeah, she came backstage and she like she like put her hand on my butt and then she was like, "Thank you so much." Hey. Oh my god, you were so great. And I was like, "Okay." Did she get naked too? Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. Was she hot? I didn't see her. Kenny. What? Just say it. Go away. She put your hand on go go her butt. Was she was pretty. Okay, that's all you had to say. You'd be all like, <laughs> but yeah, it's a good show. Good show. Over good there. set. Good set. Good. <laughs> Kenny, how'd you feel? I felt fucking great. <laughs> the last time I did it, was, it wasn't as good. Uh, uh, today went better. Yeah, it, did, it was good. But it's an easy. It's, I got you know what I mean. It's you're fucking naked. They're laughing anyway. I had one lady in the in the front that was like kind of scowling at my shit. Yeah, I told him it was weird because she was giving me the thumbs up the whole time. <laughs> she loved Allie. She hated me. She's like, fuck this dude. Yeah, she didn't like it. She didn't like it. Some, some, some women get like that. Women are a weird thing where like, cause they're like, oh, they're like, oh, I'm, 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 what's the word I'm looking for? Like oppressed, right? But then like somebody like me, they'll be like the first, they'll be the first word out of their mouth like, you fucking faggot. <laughs> like, st- as like a straight woman. You know what I mean? Like talking shit about me. It's like a thing that they, it's like the easy, like go, it's like a kick in the nuts. <laughs> you know the, what I mean? It's like a so kick in the wait nuts. Wait a second. Kenny's what the fuck life, just happened? Women are always calling him a faggot. He's and, doing bumps uh, off the back of the toilet. He's doing bumps in the bathroom. No, no, like, she was, she was women. like, she was like this lady in the front. <laughs> yeah, you should probably you should probably take an Uber home because I, they're going to be looking so for your car. I'm so glad he's not a the pilot. The police are after you already right now. <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah. I find it's funny how women could be like, you know what I mean, and just and and they'll be the first to talk shit like that. You know what I mean? Like when they're fighting with a guy, like you're fighting, yeah, you go suck a dick. You know what I mean? It's like that's a, that's a thing. That's a thing. That's a thing. I, I feel it is for some women. Maybe not all. Maybe maybe I'm being <laughs> generalizing a little bit. Maybe maybe I'm generalizing a little bit. Have you ever said that to any boyfriends, Allie? You mean like called him a faggot? Yeah, yeah, or or similar to that, like 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 put put push down on like his sexuality. You know what I mean? Like no, I don't think so. No, something like that. Does that never happen to I'm you very guys? Non-confrontational. No. No, like some 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 girl that you were with, or you're in a fight, and she's like, "Are you fucking queer?" I don't get into gay fights. boy. You don't you? you <laughs> do you get into relationships? I get into. This ha- I'm conflict averse. Your Me current too. relationship. I'm a communicator. How many times has this happened in your current relationship? Has, it's just a bad relationship. Has That's my girl said shit. something that like that to me? Yeah. Yeah. Occasionally, I guess. <laughs> Happened. I, I don't blame her. Like, all right, like, like one time I was, one time I was going. You don't to, blame her because you do because you suck dicks. It, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, no, okay. Occasionally, it's, okay. it ha- if it's that kind of party, I'm not leaving. Like, it's like, am I getting my dick sucked too? It's like a quid pro quo thing. But so, so like one time I, I went to the barber shop and I like had my beard like trimmed out and she's like, yeah, you look kind of gay like that. And I'm like, ah, it's like a thespian phase. And I'm like, oh, you're right. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to say something like that. I don't know what I was thinking. Huh. Just How saying. Just saying. I had a friend of mine that I work with. I'm not going to tell that. Never mind. <laughs> I'm going to think twice about this that. I'm going to rewind that. Put it right back in my head in the cabinet and out the door. Yep, that one's done. Thanks. Moving on. Um, w- when you told the joke to the to the uh, very excited woman, did it did it hit? Uh, it went okay. 
It's a pretty dumb joke. You want to hear it? Yeah, let's hear it. I heard it already, but let's hear it. Let's tell the. Oh, you did? I heard you tell, I heard you tell it to Kona. Uh, oh. uh, I said, uh, what do you call a threesome with a ghost? A menage. Ah. It's pretty stupid. <laughs> Good. She good. she she had a lot more enthusiasm than I do. Uh so But Allie hits the hand I... gestures every time she delivers it. Yeah. There should be video with this. Ah. Is that like the the right amount of like forced like all right, I'm going to do this. Is that a joke it's you've right used amount. before? Is that a yeah. joke? It is. Yeah. Is it some, something you tell regularly? Uh no, I kind of dropped it quick to be <laughs> <Okay>. honest. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, does that work? Where's that working? <laughs> <laughs> Nowhere. Perfect. This is a perfect place for something like that, especially it being yeah. a, giving it to an audience member. Yeah, totally. Because you need something, they're just going to go up and tell a one-liner, yeah. a, little, a little quick snippet. Nobody's going up there, you know, doing <laughs> giant setups. Right, right. So, and the, audi- the audience is really supportive of when audience members do jokes for that portion of the show. Yeah. I was a, a couple of months ago, like five or six audience members came up to the most I've ever seen. And the audience is supportive because people are, it's the experience. People are trying something. They're getting out of their comfort zone and it's a cool thing. Yeah. Definitely. Usually we, usually we get a couple of people back here, but I don't think we, I don't think we have any coming back tonight. Oh, of the audience? Yeah. Usually. Oh, okay. Usually we get them up before because by the time Kona gets off, we're done because they want us out of here. (laughs) Um, so having said that, we should probably, he's probably up by yeah. now, cause I, there's Andy. Andy hey guys. Andy Ophi's uh, Hey. Hey, we got a, uh, uh, naked joke, uh, person from the audience. We literally were just here. talking about it. So hang on and I'll be right back with her. Okay. Don't, don't tell her I told her, I said she was weird. <laughs> 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 Uh, he was standing six feet away from the microphone, but he was making direct eye contact with me, like, like I was the audience. Right. <laughs> audience. Before she comes, I'm gonna drop a plug real quick. Oh, so at Redbones in Davis Square, they just started last month a new comedy night there. All right. Tuesday nights at 9 p.m. Underbones in the Redbones basement. Uh, it's Tuesday nights at 9 p.m. Super cool comedy. Uh, and I'm gonna be up January 16th, so huh? mark that on your calendar for before all of the snow comes. That place has been there forever. How yeah. long? I don't Decades. know. Decades. I was there Decades. in college 20 years ago when it was, yeah. and it had been around for years, oh, so. Wow. Um, I don't remember how, it's been probably a decade since I've been there, so I don't remember how good the, is it good barbecue? Oh, it's the buffalo shrimp at Redbones is my single favorite dish at any Boston area restaurant. Oh. It's that good, so it's, check it out, Tuesday nights, 9pm, Underbones Comedy. I had shrimp tacos today that sucked ass. Yeah. That's Where are a they from? Margaritas, so that's, oh, yeah. Well then, yeah, that's the problem. See, I had garlic shrimp tonight over at Dali Tapas, oh, so good. Mm. So I got the trifecta. It was a, it was a, their fish taco and their, all right, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> that's, the, that's another one I'm going to put back in the cabinet and then done. Just lock it up and go. Right on. All right, kids, uh, let's wrap up this section. We're going to get our, I think our last, uh, person's going to come in, uh, our audience joke teller. Cool. Thank you guys all for uh, for hanging out here and, and chitter-chatting with me. Thank you. Thank you. It was fun to make fun of Kenny. It was awesome. I love making fun of Kenny. I really enjoyed it. 
thanks. All right. Thanks, hey. guys. Nice, guys. So Lola did the audience joke segment tonight. I did. Were you, first of all, is this your first time coming to the Naked Comedy Showcase? It is. It was amazing. Awesome. And how did you hear about it? Uh, my colleague from the immigration law office told me we needed to come to a naked comedy show. Okay, alright. So he, 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 he told <laughs> you what you're, she told you what you were coming in for. Indeed. Alright. This is Andy. Uh, she, she, uh, told you that we were actually gonna be naked. Yeah, we cause... had to because our law firm is very conservative. <laughs> oh, okay. So, <laughs> so she knew not to follow my instructions, which are to bring your friends and don't tell them what it is. Exactly. Well, you know, what you're, in a law firm, you don't want to mess around, you know. Exactly. <laughs> so, you can't, you, did a group of you come? No, it was just me and uh, one of the attorneys. That's it. I'm a stripper, so. so no objection. No objections to being naked. So you've been naked on stage before. Yes. Uh, so you're a stripper, and then and then what else do you do at so the law office? You paralegal by day, stripper by night. That's awesome, because you seemed comfortable. I was very nervous. And, and, but, uh, and at the end, you did a little flourish that was like, I know what I'm doing. <laughs> I know what I'm doing up here. <laughs> That's exactly what I felt like. I loved it. It's performing. It was great. Did you come was with a joke in mind? Or did Not you? at all. You guys, uh, uh, one of the ladies backstage helped me. I, I don't remember her name. So what did I... Joke? Did I actually hook you with the "we'll give you a joke" thing? Because yes. that's kind of a joke in itself. Right. I mean, I'm I'm always telling the audience, don't let not having a joke be the reason you don't get naked. We want you naked. Thank you, thank you. Thank <laughs> so, so I can't believe that actually worked. It worked so well. The delivery was on point. My jokes are terrible. <laughs> do you remember what the joke was? Uh, yes. What's a what do you call a threesome with the ghost? Ah! <laughs> no, it's a menage. Whatever. Ah! Close enough. Yeah. Close enough. You did it right on stage. That's the important okay, thing. Okay, good, good. You got it right when you did it on oh, the that stage. Matters. That was good. That was good. And I was naked. Yeah. So. See, even yeah. More. See that? And did you take the first joke that was given to you? Whatever they threw at me. Okay. See, I, I like that. <laughs> when Matt would, was back there I've one time, many times actually. Uh, th- People have, they're like, alright, give me a joke. And so I've, I've given street jokes before, you know, what, how do you cross the highway with the, what do you get when you cross the highway with the bike? Jesus. Killed, <laughs> you know. And, and, but then I, I give them jokes. I want to kill you for that. I know. It's not my joke, please. <laughs> but then I've given jokes of mine, jokes that have worked for me on stage, and then they're, they're like, nah, give me another one. <laughs> <laughs> the shit that the shit that you've honed for years yeah. that that lands all over the place and they're like, nah, do you think with dead babies? No, no. <laughs> we on. had the dead baby joke. Yeah, somebody did that tonight? tonight. Tonight, well, just before you. Who did a dead baby joke? Uh, the the guy before you, an audience member. Yeah, and yeah. it's the second so time I heard that. The it. second time somebody thought that's a good idea. Yeah, why? You let him go uh, out there. Well, I don't know what they're gonna do. <laughs> That's the fun. Yeah. You don't know what's going to happen. They could be terrible. Sometimes people That's what's exciting. Yeah. How did you guys get this to happen in Cambridge? Because Boston is so conservative. Well, it's like, Andy. Andy made it happen. He he did it? have to do some research, Seriously, though, because he can't do it in Boston, right? Well, we have Improv Boston to thank, which is funny, because Improv Boston's in Cambridge. Right. Because if it was in Boston, I don't think we'd get very far. I tried to do this show for the Boston Comedy Festival, 
And uh, the venues I talked to is like, yeah, we can't do that. And then I said, well, what about Puppetry of the Penis? Because they let those Australians get naked at, at the Schubert. I think mm. it was the sh- one of those yeah. big theaters. Yeah. And I said, well, that's a theater. Seems like it should have it's been. It's a theatrical seems, seems performance. Like it, seems like it should have been at the wing. Yeah. It's a, I think, <laughs> I think it comes down to the size of the venue. Yeah, because I remember you ran into something because Tom Dustin, <laughs> the size of the, the size, the size matters. <laughs> size matters. Then those gentlemen are are well endowed. Yeah, because you got the you had to do it in a thong at the at Motley's Comedy Club, right? I've when, done it. Yeah, I do the thong comedy. Somehow the city of Boston thinks me in a thong is more tasteful, no. and it certainly is not. Yeah, Puritan roots uh, <laughs> backfire on us a little bit. Goddamn John Winthrop and the Puritans. <laughs> no, seriously. I think yeah. if we had a better nightlife and a little more naked culture, we'd have a more international type of city. Yeah. We would. So do you plug stripper shows? Can you plug a, 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 a strip tease? And, and, and do you want people to come check out your main act? Is Absolutely. That- but I'm the laziest stripper. <laughs> <laughs> What's a, so you give what left a lazy, What does a lazy stripper do? You just get up on stage and sit down and wait people to throw money at you? You're like, I'm just going to... No, might, left dance is where you're both sitting I down. I might not even get up on stage. Well, is that, is I'm that stripping? I'm a floor girl, yes. I'm a oh, okay. floor girl. I like okay. VIPs more than I like the stage. Oh, okay. Because I get to rub my naked body on you a little closer, a little more intimate. Oh. So where's the line on that? Like, like, how does that work? What, well, what can you do and, and you can't do with, with a patron at a club and come a little closer to them? The last time I was at the strip club, there was a girl getting eaten out on stage. Wow. wow. That was interesting. Now, that that's, that's probably prob- not technically prob- allowed. Probably against the law, Appar- I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure it was, but apparently it was allowed. Uh, because it happened. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, as long as the, right. the person is okay with it, so the both, you know. I think as long as everyone consents. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Did she get off? I don't know. I didn't stick around. I was too oh. busy in the champagne room. Oh, well, there you go. But uh, I work at a mid-tier club in the Berkshires. <laughs> so uh, it's been around for about 40 years. Same guy owns a bunch of clubs in Massachusetts, and I've uh, had a good time there. So they have stripping in the Berkshires. They do. And That's antiquing. Not... And antiquing. <laughs> yeah, leave Is it the same crowd? What are the wineries? Is it the same crowd? I mean, Absolutely. You, you really do have a little bit of a refined... Uh, a patron there. Yeah. So are you are you are you a weekend stripper and a and a weekday paralegal? So I go about once like every other month because okay. uh, if I go too often, my work at the office suffers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Well, that was my question because it seems like it would be an awful lot of traveling for you to do it back it's and forth. Two hours. To, yeah, it's yeah. Two hours. Yeah, about two and a half hours. Yeah. Yeah, but it's good times. I mean, you meet some interesting people at strip clubs. Real interesting folks. Especially in that part of the state, there's a lot of the everyone I've met in, and, yeah. and even Western Mass in general is, is yes. Is, there, it's it's like another yeah. state. Go to Cirque du Soleil on Sunday, and then go to the strip club. That's what I'm doing. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I've dated time. a few strippers. I even wrote a song about never dating a stripper again. Damn it! <laughs> How there dare you go. You just shot yourself How in the foot. Don't worry, we can still talk. Yeah, shot himself in the dick. <laughs> Don't yeah. worry, we can still we can still talk. I'm not, I'm not broken. You cock blocked yourself. Yeah. <laughs> what about so we, a date? Yeah. <laughs> What's a date? Yeah, like in the exactly. VIP room? <laughs> <laughs> you reserve a date that you're going to the Berkshires. 250. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> 
<laughs> do you have um, social media, Instagram, or anything? I don't. So my okay. family's hella conservative. Oh, wow. Um, so they don't know any of this. No idea. So they're it's in, just IRL. They're in church five days out of the week. Wow. <laughs> they're That's in Puritan. Charge. Do they know? So they you... know about your paralegal work. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> And that's where they exactly. think 100% of your money comes from. 100%. Uh, right. <laughs> so it's interesting. But uh, tonight was amazing. I'm really glad I got exposed to uh, this. Exposed. You guys are doing really good work. Yeah, exposed because I don't think too, enough people know about this. Yeah. I think we got to spread the word. It's really amazing. It's accepting. Uh, and you guys are very talented. So I, I was really, really glad to um been a witness. Awesome. Thank you. And you Lola. got to be a part of it. That's and I got more to be a part. I got to get naked. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Cool. Awesome. So that was amazing. Thank and you. And don't forget to tell all the strippers that you know where they can come and do it for come one minute. For, for, <laughs> for free. One minute legally for free. <laughs> right. One, one minute for we free. We can't pay you. 60 seconds. <laughs> You're out. <laughs> I will. I will do that. Awesome. Awesome. All right. Well, thank you for, uh, for coming down, Lola. Andy, thanks as always for making the show happen and in the podcast as well or anything to announce for the next month people coming to... it's going to be a cold one oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's all i can say yeah i don't the even first have of, oh yeah first of the year although no it's not it's not the january 1st it's it's like the 5th or something oh no i don't know i, oh, right, I should have this ready before i come on I think the new mic. year's day is a monday so so then the thursday would be the the 4th I'm doing I'm doing math on the fly. Yeah. That's not good. Please everyone come and it. support. Uh link up to Patreon and link up to our page and see if you can support the creators. We really appreciate that. Keep an art free. Thank you. Awesome. Do do we have one of those? I hope so. No, we don't. <laughs> you need we to get don't. one. You know what? I, I no. support Patreon, so you need to get that. I, All right. I, so I actually let's get I actually did I actually did start a Patreon you for did. this, but what I don't is? but I don't know yeah, but I don't know anything about it. I don't know how it works or anything. So I Come pledge listen. I pledge a certain amount to you. It could be three dollars, five dollars, thirty dollars, and they'll take out the f- processing fee from my end. Mm-hmm. And they just want to support artists and people like you. That's all. And we need that. Groovy. So come support and I'll give you a free lap dance. <laughs> All right. <laughs> awesome. All right. So we'll get the Patreon up uh, for the next Let's month. Let's do that. Yeah. Cool. Thank you very much, Lola. Anything thank else? you, Matt. You're welcome. Thank you for Andy, having anything me. Anything else you want to plug? Any other shows? Uh, No. I don't have anything yet, but I will soon. Soon. Very exciting things happening in the comedy world right now but uh, i'm not going to say anything about it right now are you Ooh. doing the new year's eve thing in new york city again or no i'm yeah. not doing that yeah. show this year yeah. but uh we definitely have th- some things that we will be announcing uh oh. in, in future shows i can't wait to hear about off the mic yeah <laughs> awesome off the cock <laughs> hey <laughs> it's naked comedy baby <laughs> awesome thank you lola Thank you for listening. Tell all your friends, come up first Thursday of the month, see the show live, get your tickets in advance. It does get to get sold out quickly, so make sure you guarantee your spot. And, yeah, listen to it. Listen to the podcast. Leave a review. My name is Matt Kona, producer Nick David, host Andy O'Feish, and the final guest tonight, Lola. Thanks for, for coming on. Good night, lovelies. That's the end. Now read it.